All right. <laughs> James, are we recording? <laughs> We're recording. Okay. All right. Um, sorry, let me, let me finish my Facebook status. Updating, updating your Zanga. Uh, I'm to record with these fucking idiots. Oh, oh I got changed my MySpace wall. I got to hide it from a few people. Hold on. Welcome to the Full Apart Podcast. This is Josh Heiser here with... James Proffitt and Josh Heiser. It's March. It's March Madness. It's the United States of America. And in America, in March, we love tournaments, dude. So we're going to go 8. Then we're going to go 16. Then we're going to go 32. Then we're going to go all the way to 64. <coughs> yeah! This is James Proffitt. It's going to be awesome, baby! <laughs> We're back with the music tournament with the Mean Street Posse. Joining us tonight are Joe, Bill, and Nick. Hello. Hi. So I didn't even make the connection when one of my employees at work was really upset that UK lost. And I'm like, okay, whatever, they lost a basketball game. I didn't even make the connection that it was now March and therefore the madness had started. So yeah. I had yeah. the legit same interaction with somebody in the last yeah. few days. Yeah, they were really bummed out about it. And it's like, eh, whatever, like sports ball. And then it's like, uh, hearing you say that now, I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. So, But I thought UK yeah. was good, though. I'm confused. Not this year, they're not. I'm just kidding. Neither is Duke, okay? <laughs> All right. Well, what well, is there? You know that they uh, bribed players to play for them, right? Hey, hey, hey. How, imagine that? having your uh, uh, imagine having your entire identity as a team like based on not liking another team. That's adorable. <sighs> Isn't that like, like every every team? <laughs> <laughs> Before, yeah, Zagas. Yeah, go for it. How are they doing? They're undefeated. Nice. Are they really? Dang. Yeah. They are the first UK team to be them. undefeated for the season since UK did it. Oh, that was a good time. Yep. So, yeah, I can't it up on UK because I live in Kentucky, but I grew up a UK fan. I'm a UK guy. I just don't watch college basketball anymore. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll let you know when it's fun to watch again, James. Yeah, just let me know like in March when they have a really good seed, and I'll tell myself I'm going to watch one of the games this year and maybe and hopefully I will one of these years. That so along with the Kentucky Derby was those were the two biggest culture shocks I had making friends who grew up in Kentucky at NKU. I'm like what is everyone talking about? You know, just the basketball and the derby. Those were the two things UK basketball and the derby. I just couldn't understand that I had lived that close to Kentucky all my life and yet never heard anything at all about those two things. Is this the whole culture <laughs> of it was really surprising to me. 
I, I know I'm near so, Lexington, so. but the Derby is an abomination. Oh my gosh. Okay, Nick, you like Because you wish it was thing. dogs instead of horses. Ooh. Oh, and it could be a switcheroo. <laughs> if, they, if they ground up the dogs, they could feed them to horses. About to pull a Pierce Morgan right now. <laughs> you know Pierce how they put Morgan. the braces down if they don't win? They do that with the dogs, too. They just skip the race part. but i will say one time we had a kentucky derby party at work and i copped a southern debutante voice and i got to say if i wanted to see a bunch of ridiculous looking animals running around in circles for no reason i could go into any kentucky bar where they serve kentucky bourbon i'm pretty happy with Did uh did some really fast playing banjo music immediately erupt out of the speakers and they chased you out of the room? <laughs> no, Aww. they gave my hat third place actually. Yeah. <laughs> some yakety sacks like at the end of Benny Hill. Oh, James, I will say that being the uh, the fan of crowd reactions and everything, probably one of the greatest. Like, and I, yeah, I know I'm I'm a UK fan. Blah blah blah. Whatever. But, like, when I first moved down here to the Lexington was when they, like, won the entire tournament. And Aaron nice. and I went out with some of her friends to this uh, local brewery. And we're watching it there with a bunch of people at the brewery. And it was the crowd reaction was amazing. And then oh, we went out on the street downtown where they're burning couches and, like, having, like, a big party and everything. And it was awesome. <sighs> I, 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 <laughs> reaction. I just... Really geek for us, and Nick. Thank you for that story. Yeah. Like sorry. I, I was so into it that I had rubbed the skin off my elbows from like rocking Ooh. on them on the table. Oh jeez, <laughs> yeah. One of the best times I ever had at a baseball game was at a Reds game. They put in a relief pitcher, and he blew like a six-run lead, and the Cincinnati fans were just booing the crap out of him. And I was sitting there with our friend LT, and I was just looking around going, like, this is awesome. That poor guy, though. But, oh, my God. I, I am feeding off your hate. Baseball day. <laughs> this anger is more nourishing to me than my hot dog. <laughs> your tears are like honey to me, Cincinnati. Give me more. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, want to describe what we're doing tonight? Your mom, <coughs> Joseph, can you please not? <laughs> James specifically asked. All right, I'm hey, done. He kept his mom joke PG. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I missed it. Unlike the sex that I had with your mom. Uh, Definitely not PG. Now it's PG-13, still within the parameters. (laughs) Oh, there we go. All right, I'm done. I'm done. All right, so yeah, um, this week we are doing a 64 um, slot tournament instead of 32. So I guess we'll be doing two parts of songs that get you amped up. Yep. Um, just songs you want to play loud and just go nuts. Right, guys? That is it. So, does anybody here, the songs they were thinking of, does anybody listen to these mostly in a place besides the car? Yes, I um, frequently listen to them on 
um, Amaya Let's uh, Echo thingy. I also, since in, in, in past podcasts, mostly had listened to them in the car, but now since I'm able to work from home, I kind of did a, a conglomeration of listening to in the car and also uh, <coughs> just playing it on my phone. So I kind of made it a point to, first off, either by watching the videos or just listening in the car, made certain to be able to hear all the way through, but then did a second pass on this first round just so I could make sure I saw the videos, just so I could piss someone off by commenting on how wonderful the videos were. Oh, yeah. We're talking about videos later. Nothing like watching a video on my phone gets me amped up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So that, that would be one thing. Like, Do you think that we should... Because I know everybody had their own kind of definition of, like, what we're doing here. Because, yeah. I mean, you can just tell by the songs that they're drastically different styles picked throughout yeah. the whole thing. Like I, like, I picked good ones, you know, and I could tell. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. Kind of different from some of the other ones. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> I think Josh picked. Um, Nick, that's a good idea. Um, start with you. When you heard the term "amped up," like what kind of what would you define as an amp up anthem? Yeah. So to me, um, it's it's basically something that when listening to it, I have a physical reaction to the music, like bobbing my head, like pumping my fist, like just rocking back and forth, that kind of thing, whether it be voluntary or involuntary. Um, it's something that can kind of quicken the, the pulse. Um, and I mean, it, and it doesn't even have to be the whole song. It can be like one point in the song and be like, oh yeah, that's it. That That's pretty much the way I looked at it. Yeah, mine was pretty similar. I just picked songs that I feel like if I, if I hear them, I have to play them loud. And when I do, it's like, I don't know. It's just really like fun, so that's what like. There's definitely a few that I picked that don't have um, some of the typical like loud stuff that you would hear. Some of them, a lot of them, they did, but you know, like the Avid Brothers one was a little bit atypical. But if I hear it, like I can't help but just get really jazzed up. Windows down, volume up. Windows down is really yeah. Windows down, volume up. Is- I'm obsessed with that, so. And crank the bass on the appropriate songs. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, I am. I, look at it, Joe. Well, I was going to say, I'm pretty similar Windows Down type of vibe. I. It's hard for me because I'm not. Well, first of all, I'll say none of these are necessarily, and I don't know if anybody else thought about this, but none of them are necessarily, like, pump you up lyrically, like, this is going to be a great day, or whatever. They couldn't have really sad or angry or even just like arbitrary lyrics. It was more. So about that's the, why you didn't pick music. any Creed songs? Yeah. Well, those. Never mind. Those are for a different tournament. Um, <laughs> other than that, I just went with my gut, which was kind of good and bad. Like, it was good because I thought of some that really, like, to me are the epitome of like car down music for me but it was also bad because i kind of forgot some because i just tried to be quick i don't know 
unlike the sentence. The other thing I'll say, well, I'll say the rest when I get to a song. Go ahead. Go ahead, James. I am also a Windows Down volume up type of person with, with my amp up songs, but unlike what Joe was saying, I did pick some songs um, because I really love the lyrical content of them, and that's why when I'm trying to start a day with a lot of energy or I know I'll have to do something hard that day or got a day I'm really looking forward to, whatever, I'll pump those out, a few in particular, and yeah, just tackle the day uh, usually early on, and yeah, um, drum, I've noticed like drums are a big thing for me apparently, and they really came out in some of my picks, I love just drums getting banged on um, after waking up, so that's kind of what I think about. Uh, Bill, what about you, man? So these would be, depending on the song, and the, the lyrics to it, it's either listening to it loud, like if I'm making dinner, you know, or if it's not a song that I would necessarily would want my children to be listening to, then it's a, it's a car song. And depending on the song uh, on my list, they're either just good amp up songs because they're great, or they're great amp up songs that have, you know, a particular meaning to me or like there's an aspect of the song that you know, you know so to speak speaks to me at a certain level or whatever for whatever amp up i would need it to be you know so there's some songs that i listen to that i would classify as you know what james is saying i got stuff to get done today so i'm going to listen to this one and this is going to get me going or <clears throat> if i'm feeling down about a certain thing you know, I may go to another song that will speak to me that way and like amp me up to not feel as down or upset about that certain thing or just like, yeah, I can do this. Like F this crap. I can do this. So yeah, those would, those would be mine. Hell yeah. All right. You guys ready to dive in? Well, yeah. Real quick. Since, since we, it kind of sounds like we all kind of looked at it from a, the reaction or the emotion that we get from the music kind of sense or the feeling that we get. So even though those are still kind of similar uh, definitions of why we pick the music, we're all going to have a different sense of what that means to each individual person. So I'm kind of thinking like, I want to say like for how I vote in past podcasts, we would vote on what song do we like the best? What's the best song? This is a little different. It's more of a, how does this affect me? So yeah. there are definite matchups in here where it's a song that I might not necessarily listen to or haven't ever heard before, but I would be voting for that song because of how it affected me. Now, the backup to that, obviously, is that if there's two songs that didn't affect me at all, yeah, I'm going to go for the song that I like the 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 most. Um, But the go-to is, okay, what did this do to me emotionally or physically? Yeah, that's kind of how I went through it. Because listening through this playlist in my car, there were some songs that were not my own where I was rolling the windows down, so to speak, and turning it up more, you know, thinking this is a really good song. And there were some other ones that, you know, didn't quite stir much of anything. It's like, you know, decent enough song, but not really feeling amped up about it and there were some that i didn't expect to feel quote unquote amped up about but then still did 
which was, you know, a pleasant surprise for some of them. And I mean, there's some too that it didn't necessarily stir anything in me as like the whole like stereotypical jock jams kind of music, but it was. Oh, a, damn it, we should have used jock jams for some of mine. That was <laughs> I was really checked about not using A, the greatest show, and a Carmen song. There you go. <laughs> but like, yeah, there, there's some songs in here that like I got a visceral emotion from. And it yeah. wasn't like a fist pumping, yeah, we're gonna kick you at your ass kind of music. It was like, okay, this is, you know, I'm, it's we'll we'll get there. Cool. Okay, well, unless anybody has something else, let's dive on in. All right. Um, so yeah, the first matchup is ACDC. If you want blood, you got it. Which is was that Bill? That was James. That was James. Do we want to explain real quick about the extra four songs that were picked? Or do we oh, want to yeah. do that when we get to them? Let's just start it now. Okay. Uh, you want to do it, Nick? Oh, how we got the... was your idea, right? Okay, sure. So since we're doing a 64-song tournament with having um, five guys here, obviously that comes to 60 songs, so we needed four more songs. On previous uh, recordings, we've had uh, one of the wives pick uh, so extra songs, or um, I think that's pretty much been our go-to. If I'm if I'm not yeah. forgetting something, this time I actually suggested, hey, you know, we've got other friends that aren't on this podcast for various reasons. Um, let's see if we can find four of them that want to submit a song. Originally, I suggested have them submit a song and record themselves explaining why they wanted to do that song. Uh, some did, some didn't. Uh, but yeah, so we got four songs from four friends, them being uh, Tim Ferguson, Matt Lowe, Tommy Jewell, and... Tommy. Tom, yeah, my, Tommy McFarlane. Yeah. My bubby. Yeah. <laughs> Little bubby. Sweet baby boy. Hi, guys. Love you all. Yes, we went all dudes because this is a very testosterone-filled tournament. And so with that in mind, welcome to the Pull Apart March Madness, our 64-song amp-up tournament. Uh, match one, Josh mentioned it, If You Want Blood by ACDC. Uh, that's one of my picks versus The Champ by Ghostface Killer, which is also one of my picks. Oh, wow. Right away, I'm losing one. James on James Crime. I'll be quick with this one. If you want blood by ACDC, come on. This song's awesome. It's my personal favorite ACDC song. Um, I love how it starts where the guy 
um, I don't know their singer's name. I should lose a man card for that. But where it just goes, it's criminal. There ought to be a law. So freaking good. Um, and then it's in the movie Empire Records. That doesn't hurt. I really love Empire nice. Records. Yeah, my sister and I used to watch that a lot. The other song, uh, The Champ by Ghostface Killer. I wanted some rap songs in the tournament. I didn't know if anybody else would hit some, so I wanted to nominate a couple. This is one of my two. I love the, um, essentially, in lieu of a chorus, what they do is they play quotes from Rocky Three, and they're all Mr. T lines. So it's just super fun having that in there. I like the Rocky movies, so I geeked hard for that. First time I heard this was back in a wrestling video game. Yeah, I hardly knew any new music back then because I was just listening to CDs all the time. And um, But that one really stuck out to me. That's about all I got for both those. So I want to hear what everybody else thinks about them. I wanted to, real quick, I wanted to confirm it because I'm really terrible with names, but lead singer is Bon Scott. Bon Scott, thank you. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I thought, but I wanted to look it up because, like I said, I suck with names. So I wanted to check that. Um, so I'm going If You Want Blood all the way because a while ago James and I exchanged amp up songs and this is the one that yes. he shared and it was one of those deals where I have heard this song before and then just forgot about it and then as soon as I heard it it just hit me that this is a freaking great song and I'm at the tail end, I think, of a really difficult family situation. Not immediate family, that's all good, but uh, extended family. And this was probably one of my top five songs I went to to amp me Hell up yeah. throughout this situation. And at one point, probably listened to it every day for a week just because Dude, that's it amazing. was freaking great. So, yeah, I... I mean, this one wins the tournament, in my opinion. I mean, among other ones, but, you know, there has to be one. But I'm choosing this one. Bill has called his shot. Boom. Babe Ruth in it, man. Well, yeah. This, yeah, this tournament was Bill's idea, by the way, like back in November, I think. Um, good idea, Bill. <laughs> good idea, man. The original idea was songs to murder people too, but then we figured we should <laughs> we should rephrase it to make it a little nicer, you know. So That's we were like, could we could we come <laughs> up with sixty four different Huey Lewis songs that we all love? Oh, there you go. Yeah, I I think that's an Eminem album or song or something. Songs to murder people by or something. Joseph, you know, the Eminem head. Oh. Sorry, I didn't realize that was music. Yeah, it is. Also, not to like split hairs, but I thought ACDC's lead singer was Angus Young. Angus Young is the, the guitar guitarist. player. He's the dude that wears like the schoolboy uniform. Schoolboy, yeah. Gotcha. He's the guy in the video that gets stabbed through the chest with the guitar. Oh, I didn't watch the video because it's a music tournament. <laughs> uh, there we go. That's weird because you said a freaking movie with that forgot about Dre song. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, I'll go next. I know that I know how white this sounds, but I'm a huge Wu Tang fan, and um, in particular, Ghostface is one of my like top two or three. 
and never been big on ACDC unless it's in like an Iron Man movie, and I don't think this one is. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Ghostface. All right, Joe, Nick, who's going next, man? Yeah, I uh, I like ACD. I used to freaking love ACDC, uh, as evidenced by the fact that I didn't know their late singer's name. But um, I kind of you know stopped listening to them for a long time because they're kind of generic. I mean, that's not to be mean, but like in my opinion, they seem like. Uh, a, a high schooler's like idea of like a rock band, and then you kind of grow up and find like Led Zeppelin. But and that really sounds meaner than I meant it. I Whoa, man! I didn't know. I didn't know it was the heel turn tournament. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> what he's trying to say is ACDC is overrated and they're kind of freaking terrible. I think that's what he's trying to say. I don't think they're <laughs> terrible. I think in the right, like you said, in Iron Man, like what gets you more pumped up than an ACDC song or like. For those about to run, like I like them. Uh, the song was fun, it was just kind of bland for me. I don't know. Um, that's criminal, <laughs> but I'm voting for it because I really hated that other song. It sounded exactly <laughs> like what I'm assuming it is, which is a wrestling entrance song. So, <laughs> no, it wasn't a wrestling, oh, okay. <laughs> that'd be a great one. Yeah, it literally sounded like the John Cena music in the background. like... You should re-listen to it with that in mind. So, if it wasn't a wrestling entrance song, what was its tie to, like, Raw SmackDown? So, yeah. Raw SmackDown games, like every sports game back then. Oh, like so it was a video game. Okay. Yeah, it was a video game, and they'd have about ten real songs just that would play on menu screens, and that was one of them. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Alright, so... Um, it's kind of a foregone conclusion anyway, but I also am going to go with ACDC. Um, just Bon Scott's voice alone is – and I'm, I'm with Bill. Like I had heard this song before, but it never really – I never really heard it enough to pay much attention to it. I think you know it would just be when I was like flipping through – like channels on the radio when I used to listen to the radio and would pass the classic rock station. Um, and it would be on there and I'd just keep flipping. But um, actually listening to it and purposefully listening to it, like Bon Scott's voice is so unique. And yeah, it's it's a it's not like Shakespearean poetry, since we've got to mention Shakespeare for every podcast because of James here. But sure. um, Romeo and yeah. <laughs> it's actually pronounced shock spare. Shock But but yeah, it's I mean, hearing this song the first time I listened to it, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I know this song. I've heard this song. And then like it just it's of course Josh's least favorite thing. It's kind of repetitive. Um, so that just gets stuck in your head that if you want blood, you've got it. But, and I know it's not about the videos, but I'm already going to go there. Just watching their live performance, like the blackness in Bon Scott's eyes, and then Angus Young dancing around on the stage like Angus Young does, it just raised it to 11. Um, and it, I, yes. I defy Thank you, you <laughs> to, if you enjoy ACDC, obviously some people on here don't, but if you enjoy ACDC, I defy you to listen to this song at least twice and not be pumping your fist. 
So it's yeah, that gets my vote. All right, mine too. So there you go, four to one, ACDC. Nice. Okay, Josh, thanks for voting for Ghostface Killer. There, I'm glad it got a vote. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> the um, funny thing is, James, I can say that you know because this is both of your picks. I didn't even listen to the Ghostface Killer song all the way because <laughs> I, I I'm like, there's no contest. I love if you want blood so much, you know, yeah. Uh, it's like, eh, pass. Well, yeah. you're immediately disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> you oh no, the then it lost Then it won 3-1 to one. You didn't follow the rules No, you're disqualified from the group Get out <laughs> I think, I really, So I'm not trying to hold You've up been the vote canceled. I, I'm not trying oh. to hold up the vote I just want all our listeners to know everything in it So I'm going to read all the lyrics Champ <laughs> by Ghostface Killer right now I'm fine with it Everybody <laughs> didn't show their government issued ID When we started this So all oh, your votes are gated <laughs> um, this is our right. staying in, by the way. <laughs> well, Bill, if you didn't like Ghostface Killer, you're gonna hate my next pick. I'm just kidding. Um, so <laughs> oh, the next, gosh, the I, next, I, I, my I joke out. We gotta be, but it, and Josh, these were both yours, right? Right. Yeah. So the next matchup, and I did do this completely random, and I, I kind of glanced at it and thought, for the most part, we were safe, but there were <clears> a few <throat> 64, 64 songs. It's yeah. hard to. So yeah, this one killed me. It's Kendrick Lamar DNA. I got power, poison, pain, and joy inside my DNA. I got hustle, though, ambition, flow inside my DNA. I was born like this, and born like this. Immaculate conception, I transform like this, perform like this. What shouts you a new weapon? I don't contemplate, I meditate. Then off your fucking head. This that puts the kid to bed. This that uh, guns and ships. I um, really love both these songs. They're probably my two favorite that aren't Connor in the tournament. So yeah, so Kendrick, DNA, multiple reasons. I will go there on the video. Don Cheadle was one of my very favorite people on the planet. Fuck it, Don Cheadle. I mean, oh my gosh. that's enough to win the whole thing for me, but... This song, I mean, the the album came out the day that Maggie was born, and we were in the hospital, and I was super excited listening to it while I was holding my little little Maggie. And I just, the album, every single song on it is amazing, but this is one of the best ones for getting you amped up and just, like, really, really good rap. <laughs> and similarly, Guns and Chips has uh, David Diggs, another national treasure, rapping super fast about the freaking Revolutionary War. So, I mean, you know, I'm going to love that. I have a few little factoids real fast. It holds the honor of being the fastest song in musical theater history uh, with 6.3 words per second. And wow, there there is a section, which is, of course, the, the amazing... Um, part that I love that has uh, 19 words are sung in three seconds span. Damn. Uh, 
That's so this insane. Is, this is from, from an article amazing. real fast. It says, um, and in a conventional musical, the only songs that keep pace with Miranda's lyrics are ones in which a character is hysterical. But in Hamilton, what would be mania in any other show turns out to be the pulse of a revolution. So, yeah, that's that's going to get you amped up. Um, I will abstain from voting until other people do so I don't have to make weak, weak. So you don't have to sacrifice one of your children? Yeah, pretty much. But I have, kidding, I, know, already I, dead. I have a feeling I know where this is going, though. Weak. <laughs> Joe, I'll go first, you then. weak bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, quite a few songs that Josh picked. I was mad that I didn't pick. Uh, and DNA's... You remember how iPods used to have, like, top 25 most played, and yeah. now you Spotify yeah. Yeah. turds have that end-of-year stuff. Well, an Apple Music person has nothing, at least that I know of, but I guarantee this would be my number one played song. Either this or one of Josh's later picks are probably tied. Um, I know Which every one? line... Oh, sorry. DNA. Kendrick. Um... So I'm definitely voting for that. I mean, I love Hamilton a lot. This isn't like one of my faves of the song of uh, songs of Hamilton. So I mean, it's fine. You know, it's whatever. But um, it's no helpless. So <laughs> all right, I'll go. I'll go next. Okay, go ahead, Nick. Fight no, it out. No, you go. We'll have the battle of the Let's, polites. No, you go. On the count of three, you both yes. say your answer. Right Let's away. throw down Irish right oh, now. Okay. <laughs> have a I'll drink. I'll send you some fish. Go ahead and go. You love your mother. Come on. Have you eaten today? <laughs> oh, I've eaten cheeseburger and fries. It was great because I'm an American. Would you like some eggs with that? I'll drive them up. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I I like singing along to songs. It gets me amped up, right? Would never sing along to DNA. Why not? <laughs> oh, reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, what I are mean, those reasons, James? And this has nothing to do with editing the podcast. Right, yeah. Um, just reasons. I I like guns and ships. I think it's super fun. I like uh, Josh, you were talking about the rapping. I love the rapping in it. I was surprised that you didn't pick "Not Throwing Away My Shot" as an anthem. Anthem, because that's well, another I, great one. I, it's like go tackle something. I will say the word anthem has been thrown around a few times. I didn't really think of it that way. I just thought of fun songs that I like to play really loud. So, like oh. I know, like Black Parade later, like songs like that are definitely like amazing, like anthem type songs. But that wasn't really what I was thinking of. So I guess I was coming at it from a little bit of a different angle. But anyway. Uh, anyway, I'm voting for Guns and Ships. Good stuff. I had never heard the Kendrick Lamar song before. In fact, I don't think I'd ever heard any Kendrick Lamar song. Um, but I, I'll get to the video in a second because obviously I can't avoid that. But I just, I really enjoyed it. I mean, just again, I know I've talked about like the uniqueness of like someone's voice before, but Kendrick Lamar does not sound like your typical rapper. Come on, come on, preach. Yeah, so it just – granted, there's elements to it that's like, okay, this is a little bit like gangster rap, how it's like harkening back to that some. 
And so that kind of took me out of it. But just his voice and the and I'm I'm a huge fan of speed rap. Well, I shouldn't say huge, but I am an I appreciative of speed rap. It, it's a talent. It's a, a an art form. Um, and just and I'm sure there's a term out there for it, but it, it's weird too. It's a weird rap. It's a weird style. It's it's something I've not heard before. Um, and then of course you get to the video and like that's freaking Don Cheadle, and it being Don Cheadle his perform. I, this has nothing to do with my vote. I'll go ahead and say <laughs> that. Um, I'm just saying it because Don Cheadle's performance in that video. It's like he didn't just like okay, this is a paycheck. I'm gonna like show up and like bop around in this video and be like, oh hey, I'm Don Cheadle on a video. No, he went in and did it. He freaking oh wow um like i didn't care about it after don Cheadle wasn't in the video anyway that's so hearing that song the first time was like okay this is this is this is to use the term i've used before this is a banger i'm i'm voting for this and then i saw hamilton and i'm like oh well hold on let's see which song josh picked and you freaking had to pick a song with david Diggs speed rapping <laughs> And it's a really bad I, matchup. I, I said that my number one vote is going to be for having an emotional reaction. Legit teared up. Legit teared up because Hamilton is so beautiful to me. So, so damn beautiful. And that started like, I know where this is going. I, I I remember this feeling, and then and the feeling just came back. It's like this is, oh my gosh! So yeah, it's Hamilton. Guns I want to add in Nick, to something that you said about Don Cheadle there when he was in that video. You were just glued to the screen. Oh yeah, he might give my vote for the best actor of our generation. Mm-hmm. There is I can't remember what the nickname was, but I was watching the uh, Ocean's Eleven commentary. One time, I think, or maybe Seth was watching it, and I was just kind of like hanging out. But they had some nickname for him on the set because essentially, even with like that top of the line Hollywood cast, you know that they all were at the time. The thought everybody had was like, well, when he's in a scene, he just kind of steals the scene, and everybody's attention goes straight to him because he's that charismatic naturally. And so, like with Brad Pitt and George Clooney, they're like, yeah, John Cheadle's just like rocking this out he's just taking all the attention away anytime he's on the screen good for him yeah yeah all right uh bill yeah i gotta go with guns and ships just because it's they're singing about the freaking battle of yorktown and lafayette and just one of those things would be enough but the two of them together is freaking incredible so yeah going with that i'll have to watch the dna video i like I said, just listening to it, so it sounds good, so I'll have to check it out. Nice. Yeah. All right, Josh. Well, I'll vote for Kendrick. Yeah, three to two. Yeah. I did really love your story about uh, Maggie being born, though. That's super sweet. Yeah. We almost named her Kendrick. <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> all right. Next up, we have Dropkick Murphys with Smash S word up. I'm not allowed to say it. Versus. <laughs> wait, what, was shit? that you, Nick? You're not allowed no, to say that's shit. Mine. Bill? That was my shit. 
versus I'm just <laughs> I'm just assuming all dropkick Murphys and Foo Fighters are Nick, so correct me, but Fighters with Walk was that you, Nick? Uh, that was Tommy. No, that, that wasn't That's me. Tommy Jules. All right. Yeah. Bill is just as Irish as me, okay? Let him, it's fine. Yeah, I burn just as quickly as he does in the sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> I can repress emotions and hold a grudge for a really long time just as well as he can. We're both big fans <laughs> of potatoes, okay? Yeah. Yeah, but Nick usually like worse music, so that's why I thought you liked Oh, man. All right, Bill, talk about Smash Shit Up. Yeah, so I came across this song through one of the Spotify, like, your picks or weekly discovery, whatever the hell they call them. And I loved it immediately. And I was thinking about what I was going to say about it. And then it's funny, James, that you referenced or uh, hear you loose in the news because I'm like, this is this is like the opposite end of the spectrum of uh, hip to be square and it's that just feeling of everything's good everything's great but then just wanting to have those moments where you could just go back to where you didn't give two shits about anything and then as it says just smash shit up like the line about um everything's so pleasant but sometimes i still miss the mess my left my life's a little bit better now but this i must confess and it goes on to like the chorus and everything um and i don't know i mean as a 40 year old dad bod dude i just sometimes feel like man everything's really good right now and i love it but then there's that part of me that would really love to go back and do some of the dumb crap i did when i was a kid and didn't care about anything but i never would because that's stupid now as an adult so there's still that that part right so that's that's what i really liked about this song and the video i didn't pick i picked the one without a video because i know that's like a you know blasphemy that they should ever put moving (laughs) images to a a song uh it's really cool because it's the it's the band just completely demolishing this derelict house with like sledgehammers and like a backhoe and all that so yeah just great song okay so, Walk by the Food Fighters, we have a clip of Tommy actually talking about it that we'll insert here. Okay, I'm here with Tommy Jewell, our friend, a lot of a, a really good friend to a lot of us here. Tommy, 
your song that you picked for the March Madness Amp Up Tournament is Walk by the Foo Fighters. So tell tell us, what do you love about Walk and why did you pick it? Well, I mean, first of all, it's one, in my opinion, it's one of the best songs from probably the greatest rock group, I would say, right now. Uh, they're definitely one of my favorites, but just the song itself, it's one of those songs where it can amp me up whether I'm at doing a road trip, whether I'm about to work out. And uh, I, I just love all the different elements. Um, you know, it kind of has that slow start, and then it has that great build, and then it just rocks for several minutes. And also, unlike a... Unlike a lot of other rock and roll songs and stuff like that, where the lyrics are either just kind of generic or kind of nonsensical, um, I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of meaning, a lot of layers to the to the uh, lyrics. Also, that can be applied to different situations, which also helps it. I think mm. this this was a tough mat- matchup for me. It really was because I think this is probably one of my favorite Foo Fighter videos. Just because of the homage to Falling Down, which is a, an amazing movie. Yep. Um, but just kind of for selfish reasons, I'm voting for my own. So There you go. I'll jump in and go ahead and show my hand. I will never, ever, ever vote against the Foo Fighters. So this was a... a tough matchup for me though because i love the dropkick murphys i love this song um i just kind of had to ignore the irish in me and just go ahead and go with the Foo fighters so you would vote for the Foo fighters over jesus christ uh that's fine it's fine probably will he probably would since he's aligned with the protestant English now, apparently. Mother Ireland weeps. Yes, I yes, yes, I know. And, and I should correct myself. I said multiple times the Foo Fighters. It's Foo Fighters. A real fan should know that, so I have shamed myself and shamed my cut home country. Mother Ireland, I'm sorry. Uh, it's the Mother Ireland. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> Go eat the potato. Yeah. I, I was just gonna say, Nick. I was joking about you picking terrible music. I actually told Nick that him and I aligned, I think, pretty closely on this tournament. Um, there's a lot that he picked that were honorable mentions for me, um, but he's not one of these two. Regardless, Dropkick Murphys. I love them. I like the song a lot. And Foo Fighters. I love them, but I really, really like this song. So I'm gonna go with Walk on this one. I want to just echo everything Josh just... Oh, wait, you're going with Walk? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, I'm going with Smash Shit Up. <laughs> this is nice. Very... Yeah, Bill mentioned that me and him traded uh, a couple said, of... Except I don't want to echo it at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Foo Fighters, I love the Foo Fighters. Nick uh, really got me more into them when uh, we listened to all their albums um, last year, I think it was. Um but yeah, last year when Bill suggested this tournament, we traded a couple of songs, like what we nominate, and this was the one I remember from Bill's more than any others, and I loved it then, and listening to it a few more times, I love it even more now. So I love Walk, 
it's awesome, but it doesn't get me as pumped as Smash It Up did. So I'm voting for that. It had the drums, had the punk rock drums, man. So yeah, Dropkick Murphys. Joe, you're tie breaking. So um, I love you, Joe. I love Dave Grohl very, very much. Um, loves you, Joe. And this song's cool and everything, but it's not my favorite Foo Fighters song. And this Dropkick Murphy song was uh, just just hit me different, as the kids are saying. I loved it, so I'm picking that. I did not expect this song to win Dude. at all. I was just like, everything, against the, everything is going to lose against Foo Fighters, and it, at the end, it's going to be Foo Fighters versus Foo Fighters, which is <laughs> not a bad thing. Yeah, speaking of which, which one of you dummies didn't pick a Foo Fighters song? Me. Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> oh. Fight, fight, fight. They were well represented, you know. Right, this, you guys. Trying to add some color to this podcast, if you know what I mean. Well, I don't look at everybody else's picks before I pick mine, but okay. Well, that's what you do. That's Are fine. you sure? Because you're always the last one. Oh. <laughs> well, it was the next day. You were like, where are your picks? Where are your picks? <laughs> that wasn't Josh doing that. That was me. So. Sorry, James. I love you. As far yeah, as okay. Amped Up, you, even though it already lost, I did mean to say that this, like, specific, the song walk is like a, like, the lyrics itself are good for that, which, Joseph, I know you mentioned. Not all of them are like that, so I thought that was another thing. When I was listening to it today, I was like, yeah, fucking learning to walk again, right? Yeah, yeah like super good. legs, and now they're, they're back. They're Next healed. up, we got... Uh, Oakley Doakley with White Wine Spritzer, which was Bill. <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. Rob Zombie, Scum of the Earth. <sighs> this is Matt, though. That was Matt. God bless you. Yeah, I know. God bless Matt. I love him so much. <laughs> Did Matt send a uh, message? Dude, he did, man. Matt, just being the awesome guy he is, he was Johnny on the spot. He told me what song he wanted in there, and it was like 24 hours later. He had sent over a recorded message of him talking about it, which we'll play here in just a sec. This but, is where so... we insert Matt. Okay, so, pump-up song. I am 36 year old man, so I don't have a lot of need to get 
pumped up these days, but when I was a young man filled with adolescent rage and hormonal energies, I would hang out with my best buddy Udi, and we would beat the ever-living shit out of a heavy bag into his garage. Now, as you might expect, it is very important for you to have all of the correct inputs if you want to really go ape on this bag. You're gonna need to get fired up. You're gonna need to be psyching each other up. You're gonna need to be playing some killer jams. Now, uh, Metallica was the best band in the universe at this time, undisputed between Udi and I, um, but that meant keeping up with, you know, some other things as well. For instance, Mission Impossible 2. Mission Impossible 2 had a Metallica song on the soundtrack. That means Udi's going to see it in the theater three times. The fact that John Woo directed it didn't hurt. But, nevertheless, new Metallica songs in there. We're going to have that soundtrack. We're going to be listening to it. Scum of the Earth by Rob Zombie is on that album. And I have distinct memories of this song being pulled out when one of us really wanted to egg the other person on to a steady stream of pugilistic frenzy. It was a pretty good go-to track. The reason I've selected it also is because I have no memory of listening to this song in any other context whatsoever. So I think that Scum of the Earth might be the best and most official pump song that I have experienced in my life. Um... It's not the best Rob Zombie song either, but it's really driving. And I think if you uh, would like to take the time to investigate the lyrics, you'll find that it's a whole lot of like vaguely crypto-aggressive nonsense, which is exactly what you want to be pumping into a 15-year-old brain if you're asking it to exercise its demons through violence. That's amazing. Nice. Matt, your statement is so profound. And since I didn't say it earlier, uh, Tommy, poetry. Absolute poetry. All right, so... That's good. Bill, dude, let's hear about White Wine Spritzer, man. Yeah, so I came across this song when I was say, staying up super late to get ready for one of my daughter's birthdays. They had a Harry Potter-themed birthday that my wife and I just collectively lost our minds and stayed up to like four in the morning getting ready for her. So I was just listening to just metal stuff on YouTube and just one of those playlists where it just kept going on and on. And then the song started playing. I was like, what the hell is this? So I started watching it and the video freaking killed me that they're inside, you know, this crappy mock-up of the Simpsons. How I never heard of this band until then. So like the concept of it is amazing. And the fact they're in this crappy mock-up of the Simpsons house and destroying it and the fact they beat the dude to death who doesn't want any white wine spritzer at all it's great <laughs> and you know I showed the video uh to my daughters you know I was like check this out and they were laughing at the guys and then when they started really going heavy they yeah. just were cracking up because they just weren't expecting it <laughs> at all <laughs> it was hilarious and then it's funny. These are the most square-looking dudes, we should say. Yeah, well, oh. it's funny because then I then I showed them um, a rancid video, and I'm like, "Well, yeah. check these guys out. How do you think they're going to sound?" And then they're like, "Oh, they're going to sound even crazier than the other people." And then you know they they are not. So that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just love the absurdity of this song, and um, I think it's great. Um, 
But in terms of voting, I'm going to vote against it because Scum of the Earth is such a great freaking Rob Zombie song. And again, I know we're not allowed to talk about the videos, but this video for Scum of the Earth is also super cool. So I, I thought about it and yeah, I'm going to Scum of the Earth on this one. Wow. Yeah. All right, Joe, you're a Rob Zombie fan, too. Do you want to go next? Yeah, I mean, this song is amazing. Uh, did exactly what's supposed to pump you up. I, I didn't dislike the other, the Oakley Doakley song that much, honestly. Uh, but I really hate, like, gimmick bands, and that's kind of gone under my skin, so. <laughs> I hate gimmick bands, for... so I'm voting for Rob Zombie. <laughs> oh, you know what, James? <laughs> hey, veganism is not a gimmick, okay? Fair enough. <laughs> what question do you think somebody had to ask Rob Zombie to find out that he's a vegan? None, he just told him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Nick, do you want to go next? Yes. I've I've honestly I've changed my vote multiple times. Um I don't remember how, but I've Bill, you've shared this song before. I I really don't remember how. But like as soon as I saw what was coming up, I was like, oh yes, I love this. Because it's the I like the absurdity of it. The like the the gimmick of it is that you you see these guys that are all dressed as Ned Flanders, and you immediately think, oh, this is going to be some corny like ha ha sort of funny, but not great like talent. And it was oh, yeah, huh. uh, false. As soon as like the music like starts and it kicks in and like the the vocals kick in like. I did not expect that that sound to come out of that man's face. I, <laughs> that's what she said. There you go. <laughs> it's, I mean, <laughs> lyrically, it's not. I mean, it's there's nothing there. Right. But the sound, holy smokes! Yeah, yeah. But then you have Rob Zombie, and. I mean, just nostalgia alone, like Rob Zombie, that takes me back to freshman year of college when I when Bill first introduced me to Rob Zombie. Um, I mean, Bill has so much more of an impact on my musical taste than he realizes. And Rob Zombie was that was one of the main ones. Rob Zombie and a increase of my love for Metallica are two things I got from Bill. Well, and uh, let's not forget Cold Chamber. Unfortunately. Oh, yes, Cold Chamber. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like when that one dude walked past our dorm room, he's like, "Oh man, you're listening to Cold Chamber and watching anime when we were just flipping channels." Literally like, this, flipping this, channels. This, this badass, and it's like, "Oh God, please leave." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we be friends? <laughs> Can we be yeah. friends? And oh, so man. Nick was like, so, yeah. "Quick." Grab all my Aqua CDs and put those on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ruined it, James. Did they you have more it. than one? 
Oh, yes. <laughs> let's, let's let's cut this all out. <laughs> but yeah, so even now I'm I'm kind of like bouncing back and forth. But I I I love this Rob Zombie song. But Scum of the Earth is not my favorite Rob Zombie song. It it has the effect. It has the the like it pumps me up. It has the like I I want to like I want to bang my head listening to that song. But it's it, it's not Living Dead Girl. It's not Dracula. It's but uh, White Wine Spritzer is something, and I know it's it's something new. But it has just such an effect on me that. That's that's the one I'm going with. I I'm nice. a sucker for a a a great scream in a song, and that's that's what this song is. It's it's excellent screaming. Like I have no idea why how this guy is doing it, and I mean obviously in the video they're probably lip syncing. I'm sure he doesn't actually his face doesn't look like that when actually making those sounds, but oh my gosh, it's glorious. All right. Can I go next, Josh? I wanted to save you for the end here just because I thought it would be funny. Okay. <laughs> so I, I I was guessing that Nick would pick White Wine Spritzer, and I was guessing it would be a hard choice. Okay. For me. <laughs> Am I that predictable? No. We've we just known each other a long time. So, yes. I am also going with white wine spritzer. So here's the thing. I loved Scum of the Earth. And I've mentioned before on the podcast that when we do songs, I'll usually give them like a a rating out of 10. I had Scum of the Earth at 8.5 and I just had white wine spritzer at 9. So it's a tiny bit. Yeah, I love Scum of the Earth. It put me in a warm, fuzzy place. It reminded me of Channel Z, uh, 107.1, my old favorite radio station. Yep. It, it's a great song and it's a banger and I loved Matt's message about it I hate voting against it White Wine Spritzer though I think is so much fun uh, the video is hilarious I think there is another world an alternate reality where White Wine Spritzer wins this whole tournament I'm not sure if it's going to be this tournament or not Right, right. but it's great so I'm voting for White Wine Spritzer too now Josh you're the tiebreaker, and you have gone on record on this podcast before saying <laughs> that Rob Zombie is a tryhard. <laughs> Lower the hammer. Let's well, guess. it's funny, James, because um, if Got anybody it. could try harder than Rob Zombie, it'd be these fucking idiots. Ned <laughs> goddamn Flanders. Oh, Wasting man. everybody's time. Oh, oh my god, I hated it. Come so on. So, Phil, I thought it was funny that you picked this because of all of my hipster people that you call hipsters because they have mustaches, God forbid, or they wear a yeah. suit jacket. You got these assholes dressed up as Ed Flanders, like it's some freaking just some big joke. Can't oh, actually man. give a crap. I'm glad he's a hard-up coffee. Rob Rob, Rob Zombie is a tryhard, and I think he's kind of a tool, but his music is freaking amazing. (laughs) And this song is amazing. Why is he a tool? I just don't like him. I'll fight you. I'll fight you. (laughs) Um, Anyway, (laughs) this one's for you, Matt. I'm voting for Scum of the Earth. There we go. 
That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I won anyways just because it pissed you off so much. <laughs> <laughs> I will say with, with White Wine Spritzer, I honestly don't want to hear any of their other songs because I love this song so much. I'm afraid that like hearing anything else will like ruin it for ruin me. The novelty It'll probably yeah. sound yes. the exact same. So. No, they 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 have a pretty good one that's called Reeducation from the like Halloween Treehouse of Horrors episode where Ned takes over the world. It's pretty good. Oh, okay. this this one's this one's way better. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for exposing us to this, Bill. There Even though Josh didn't enjoy it. That's that's all the joy I need. Just feeling <laughs> that rage. Uh, all right, next we have The Bouncing Souls with New Day. I'm going to guess James. That's great. Um, versus Weezer with Say It Ain't So, which I think is Joseph. That's correct. So uh, first off, I want to say Saint Ain't So rocks my socks. Great song. Love it. Um, but it's not my song. My song is New Day. So Pug is usually my go-to when I want to get blood flowing and dive into something that I know is going to be difficult uh, or that I want to work hard on. Um, I really do love this song. Uh, Joe mentioned before, like, iPod is, keeps track of most played songs. I don't pay for a music service, so I still use my iPod, and it's one of the 30 or 40 most played songs on my iPod. I actually expanded my list to a top 1,500 because <laughs> I listen to it, so, listen to my Jeez. iPod so much. And um, yeah, this is in the top 30. I just love this song, and I'm voting for it, even though I hate voting against Saving. So, because love Weezer, Nick and I have seen them live before. It was a blast of a show. Um, yeah, we did so, with Dallas. Hi, Dallas. You probably hey, Dallas. don't know that we just mentioned <laughs> you in a podcast. Right and I think they play with Saves Today, right? That they so, did. That was the first and us. only time I'd ever seen Saves the Day live. I think... Is that Cheryl... Uh, Matt's wife, Cheryl's favorite band? I believe that, that is correct. Okay, so shout out to Cheryl too. Uh, all, all the lows. Shout outs out. all around. Yeah. All right, Joe. Uh, what about Saint Eight So? As far as I can remember, maybe one of my oldest car songs when Josh and I uh, would ride around with our friend Jordan. There was a lot of rap, mostly rap, and then we would throw in Weezer um, and play this song like super loud and it's just so much fun to sing and um it's got one of those i don't know what they're called bridges or whatever that i love that actually is pretty similar to a white stripes bridge that i have later but anyway yeah 
just love the song. It's very nostalgic. And that's why I picked it. So are you voting for it in the matchup? I am, yeah. So I actually liked your song, James. And just this one's very nostalgic, so going with it. Can't yeah, you can't be nostalgia, man. All right, let's get some more votes. We're one to one so far. So I'll go ahead and jump in. This will be the the first vote that I am going to have to vote based on my liking the song more than an emotional reaction. James, you had mentioned before that um, that you noticed a trend in your picks that were, were like drum heavy. I also kind of have the, I don't I, I didn't actually pay attention that close to see that all my picks were drum heavy or not, but. Like drum heavy does have a, a big impact on me in songs and like getting me pumped up. The difference though is that drum heavy to me, I kind of go with like more like bass drums. Um, with the bouncing souls, it was more of, and I'm not a music like not a musician, so I'm forgetting the name of the drum, but it was more of a high pitched drum, like the the crap. I can't think yeah, of what it's called. I know called. what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like listening to it. I, I just listened to it again real quick. And it was like, okay, I hear the da-da-da-da-da-da-da all throughout the drum. But it's like I didn't notice it before because the bass drum is what really like gets me going. Um, Weezer, along the same line, it's like I love Weezer. I love this song. But I, it's not one that's like – gets me like wanting to like punch something or anything so then that goes into okay which is the one that i like the most so punk music is it's very nostalgic for me it has a special place in my heart but when i'm not super familiar with it it all just sounds the same to me weezer though is weezer and like james said we we saw them in concert in what was it nashville it's like Nashville <laughs> yes. or Memphis or something like Nashville that. Every place Dallas, in Tennessee yeah. is the same. Um, yeah, we went to Nashville <laughs> with Dallas. Uh, that's fun. Um, so yeah. yeah, it's just because I, I know and love that song so much more, Weezer is getting my vote. Yeah, um, I'll, I'm going to vote for Weezer <laughs> as well. They're one of my favorite bands, and this album is um, one that I really tried to get on the um, on my one of my picks, I was I was gonna go with uh, my name is Jonas, but nice, also oh, dude, yeah, pretty great. So um, I like your song, James. <laughs> it's a tough matchup though for for them going up against a classic. So that's my vote. I'm going to Weezer as well. I love this song, so. Good song, The Bouncing Souls, James, but got to go with Weezer. I mean, I, I literally pick uh, Heineken from the store to this day if I'm getting like a crappy beer <laughs> just because of the song. <laughs> Man, Heineken's a crappy beer, though. That's well, kind of a hot take. You know what I'm saying? Like a cheap beer, not like a non imported. It's imported. It's not super cheap, Josh. Oh, What's your geez. story? Get your story straight. <laughs> so they play nettle. It's called nettle music, a subgenre of metal music themed around the animated character Ned Flanders. I mean, like, nettle. I <laughs> love it. 
<laughs> the band members go by the pseudonyms Head Ned, Shred Ned, Zed Ned, Dread Ned, and Bed Ned. Hell so now, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, it's well, now, not now, 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 now that I know your love for gimmicks, I'm going to start picking stuff from Max Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> with uh, Slayer McTeeves the lead singer said that nettle music is not as fast as Bartcore and a little cleaner than Krusty Punk <laughs> I mean, I, Dude, I Krusty Punk yeah. sounds amazing Bartcore and Krusty <laughs> Punk <laughs> That's Gosh, this is just making you love this work <laughs> Like the fact that somebody would pay, like actual put like money that they earned at a job down for their music, just, I don't understand. So, so I I am going to predict that you are at the beginning of the arc of hating something so much you're going to spend an inordinate amount of time researching it until you end up liking it. Nope. That is my prediction. So next up. We got the Avit Brothers with Paranoia and B Major. Static X with oh that was me sorry Avery Brothers versus Static X push it which I think was Nick right that was me oh, cool. Yes, yeah, so I know this. Um, this is the one I mentioned earlier that was a little bit um, atypical, and in hindsight, I kind of regretted it. I actually was uh, it was down between that and another one that's a little bit more um, like amped up throughout the entire song. This one is more of like a build, and I, I love. I still love it. Like I, I just really I listen to it in the car today, loud, and it gets me every time. But I could see it not <laughs> doing that for everybody else so this is the band that i just really fell in love with a while back and it made me like literally want to buy a banjo and like grow my hair out and join a bluegrass band but none of that happened except for i bought a banjo i was about to say didn't you buy a banjo <laughs> i bought one i didn't know how to i never learned how to play it but well yeah. there was that bluegrass band you were in too yeah, it's called the, it Oak, the depressed marijuana. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> this is bluegrass. Oh, okay. oh like, to nice! Think. I love it. This uh, is where you would insert the rim shot sound effect. <laughs> you all need a soundboard. I'm just saying. We got one. It's just the magic dong from. <laughs> you need to work in a Paul Bearer squeal in there every once in a while. <laughs> Instead of cutting stuff, just put that squeal in over an inappropriate joke. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, push it, Static X. Nick, what about you? Yes. Man? So, Static X, this is a nostalgia one for me. Um, 
but it still it holds up. So there are a handful of bands that I I came to know like after high school that just the 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 speed of the music, the sound of the music, the it's just everything about them is just so like I hate using the word life changing because that's so cliche. Um, but it's like Static X, Rob Zombie, Power Man 5000. These bands were life changing to me. Um, and I mean, Wayne Static, just look at the guy. He's freaking, I don't know. Um, rest in peace, Wayne. Um, but yeah, so this song, it just, the nostalgia of it is there, but also just listening to it after probably not hearing this song for a good 10 years. Immediately, I was like bopping my head, like I pumping my fist, and like, yes, remembering the concert that I went to at Bogarts with Bill and uh, Ben Harwood. Hey, Ben. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it was um, Static X and Power Man 5000 and Dope. Was that the other band? Uh, yeah, it was. It was dope. I had forgotten about them being there. Yeah, so dope sucks. But anyway, Power Man and Static X. That like <laughs> hearing this song took me right back to Bogarts and having some like fat headbanger dude like whipping his like sweaty ass hair into my face the whole time. That is what I. And that doesn't sound fun, but. Just ah, the raw energy it of this life song. changing. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> really is. But just the raw energy is this song. It's a constant drive. There's no slowdown. It's like go, 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 go. So yeah, that is why I picked Static X. Nice. Are you guys each voting for your own here? Yeah. So, yeah. and let me preface this by saying I love the Avert brothers. I've also seen the Avert brothers in concert. So these are two bands that I've seen in concert in the same contest. Um, but I mean, I, I love the Avert brothers for a different reason. They don't get me pumped up. Avert brothers. I kind of listen to, to mellow down and, and that's not a bad thing. That's just my interpretation. So that's, yeah, I forgot to say that was another part that I had seen them live and that yeah. makes it, you know, any any live music is gonna like get you amped up a little bit more. Oh sure. That added to my reason for picking it. Yeah. All right, cool. Okay. So for me this time, uh I wanna talk about Push It First. Uh had a video attached and I wanna say that I'm glad that the guy from Kid and Play got a job singing in a metal band. That was pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> One thing that did real about this song is that it hit hard and it hit fast, and then it was over really quick. Like, it's 2.30. Yes. It was banging my head, and the second I thought, okay, this is a little bit repetitive, like, it was over. Like, literally yep. two Done. seconds later, I think. Yeah. And then because of that, I was like, kind of want to listen to this again and so i put it right back on had the exact same reaction and then like two seconds later it was over it's like oh i kind of want again i loved this song i thought push it was great paranoia in b major is it mm-hmm. okay so as my daughter my oldest daughter we're really close but um she kind of like me and my wife has strong reactions to food that uh, she didn't like 
when we were kids. Like now she's a kid, and she has that too. So we had to teach her a polite way to say that she didn't like something. So, <laughs> to go along with her reaction to food, I'm going to say that the Avid brothers quote are not my favorite. Um, <laughs> I called my favorite wrestler Bret Hart to say, "What would you give the Avid brothers?" And he said, three out of ten." <laughs> which puts it on the same level of Triple H and Ric Flair, which isn't good in Bret Hart's world. And as uh, Bret Hart knows all about being the best, whether it's there is, was, or ever will be, I can trust that. I didn't like Paranoia, Paranoia in B Major, I think just because this was an amp-up tournament. But it might be for other reasons, too, because I've never heard an Avett Brothers song that I like. Sorry, Jesse Richter. I'm going to that That's good. <laughs> oh, my. It's good. James, weren't you also the one that, like, absolutely hated the Alabama Shakes? Yeah, I hated that song. I, 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 I Obviously, like, Avent Brothers and the Alabama Shakes are not the same kind of music, but I put them kind of in the same vein. I do, you too. You mean, like, good? Probably, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, where's like, I mean, where's the concept? Who are they mimicking? I mean, come on, <laughs> just like where, where's the gimmick? I think the Avett Brothers got signed because Mumford and Sons did, you know, oh, and they man. were putting out some good music at the time. And then they're like, "Oh, we should get another man like this," except that sucks. And then they got <laughs> All right, I'm going next, James. <laughs> 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 They are miles above Mumford and Sons. Mumford okay. and Sons is a is a shit stain compared to Demon Brothers. <laughs> the song is incredible. And on top of that, what's the other dumb song? Static X. Yeah, Static, Static X. X. Fuck hey, that don't drag me into your head. Thank you. You're more forgiving of songs without choruses, I think, than I am. Like, that's fair, right? Say that again? You're forgiving of songs that don't have choruses. Yeah, for sure. I usually get annoyed by that. I'm like, well, this is a song. Put a chorus in there. <laughs> so, well, think maybe, about you, where's like, the, the hook? Yeah, where's I mean, the ACDC hook? is just choruses, so I guess you can have the <laughs> other end of the spectrum. <laughs> 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 No, Static X was fine. It didn't really bother me, honestly. But Ava Brothers is like, <laughs> for lack of a better word, Mount Rushmore of good music. So I'm picking that. I, I almost agreed with you. When you said the Ava Brothers are like, and then you were quiet and I thought you were falling asleep, I was like, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> So we're two to one. No, no, we're two to two. Um, yeah, I'll right, go next. The tiebreak. I needed Nick's vote. Am, on am this. I am I the tiebreaker on this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, I'm going Static X 100. Yeah. percent I mean, Nick described like it's one of those. It was one of those concerts where if you're really to do an impartial side by side comparison. You know, it wasn't the best concert 
but it was the best concert. I mean, that concert with Power Man and Static X hit at G- just the perfect time. You know, the college experience, I think it was our sophomore year of college. And oh, just yeah. Ben was yeah. a freshman. Yeah, Andre I mean, the, actually went with us too. Yeah, and she I mean, and and it, up at the balcony. yeah, and um, and like my friend Jesse from high school was there with us, and oh, yeah, yeah, it was just freaking great, and it was just a blast. And I probably have not listened to Static X or this song, and I, I don't even know how many years, and then it was just right back there again, like so freaking good, so. We'll we'll get into something similar later when we talk about uh, uh, one of the other nominations as well. But well, yeah, Static yeah. X sounds amazing since neither of you have listened to them in fifteen years. I mean, <laughs> boom, little mic hour. They won. Move it on. <laughs> All right, it real good. Next up, we have less than Jake. Bill, which was a chain. Story of the year with Anthem of Our Dying Day, which was Joseph. James? Me versus Joe again. And again, I liked Anthem of a Dying Day. I thought it was good. Um, I love Less Than Jake, and I don't expect them to go very far, but I've never nominated them before. This was kind of a perfect tournament for them. One thing they do a lot is, like, some bands have themes they kind of go back to over and over. <laughs> One of Less Than Jake's themes, I guess, is that they always have a few songs about just random friends that they have on their albums. And so last year, this album just came out, I think in December last year in 2020, they put out a song in the middle of COVID that was called just like Andy. And um, it was sort of just about being in COVID world, being frustrated by it and just kind of hanging in there because at some point it's going to end, it's got to end. But one of the lines in it, they mentioned, like, how did Andy spend his passing time rolling smokes and sipping wine? Just do you, hey, whatever gets you through. I think their friend Andy passed away that year, and they were just talking about kind of keeping up with him. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, how are you holding up with this? And he's like, doing the same stuff I always like to do. And just kind of taking some hope from that um, in their own little bass bang the drums type way. And so when they do write about their friends, um, occasionally it'll be about somebody that has some degree of fame in some circles. This one is about one of those guys. He's a songwriter and um, inspired a few of the guys in the band to kind of get into music. And then when they had a certain degree of notoriety, they actually got to meet him and befriend him. And so they 
I think as a reaction to losing their friend last year, they were like, we got to write a song about somebody that we love again. is isn't just about how much we love them. And so it's called Bill. And I love it because we all have a friend named Bill. And we all hey, love Bill. So, speak for and... yourselves. We do? <laughs> speak for yourselves. <laughs> you guys are real so, rough yeah. bastard. <laughs> I love Pimpy this song. Um, I have I a could... piece of ass named Bill, but I don't know about anything else. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's all you need. Yeah, insert whatever name you want. But, um, yeah, I voting for Bill. I love it. I think it's great. Joseph? I think you're confused, James. This is your pick, not Bill's. <laughs> so, since you guys were uh, voting purely on nostalgia from college, <laughs> um, this one is mine for that. One of mine. I was uh, say, I think you picked like five of them like that. But... So this was a song back in old 1108 that Matt Hoffman showed me. And... I absolutely fell in love with it so much so that I like remember, you know, where we were or whatever kind of thing in the dorms. Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) this actually, what I thought was really interesting about this, this tournament is I didn't do anything on purpose. I just went with like my gut on all the different songs. And this song starts a trend that we'll see over and over and over where the lyrics are sung like semi-normal or like rock, whatever. And then later in the song, the same lyrics are sung, uh, but with screaming. And so I guess there's something about that that gets me pumped up because I'm pretty sure that happens like five times. Um, So yeah, the song rules. And I never, this is one of the only songs that I truly never get tired of. I could listen to it over and over. And James, your song... It just fucking sucked. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just still mad about the Ava Brothers. Nope, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I would say your song reminded me of this something corporate song I like called The Photograph is Proof. So that made me yeah, really nice. happy. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Less Than Jake was the only band that I wikipedia So that's a good thing. If I straight up hated it, I would have been like, nah. <laughs> Did you find out anything interesting? Because I don't really know nah, much about it. I just got bored. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you did look up Oakley Doakley, so. That was Josh, Bill. Oh, We're sorry. Different people. Different people. No, no, you're not. No. Twins are the same. We got, we got, we got different DNA. <laughs> but we don't, we have. <laughs> anyway. So which one of you is Don Cheadle? Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, that's mine. Hey, Josh, who are you going to vote for here? Um, I think I'm going to vote for uh, Story of the Year. I, I did think in college that this was, I want to say, like a lesser version of that style that is definitely like a mid, early, whatever, 2000s where... Joseph was saying they scream and all that, but I don't know. Maybe it was the nostalgia when I heard it. I thought it was really good. I really liked the guy's voice, um, and it kind of made me wonder. Like, I don't know what, if they broke up or something, but I feel like I would like to hear more than just because this is the only song I know of theirs, and I feel like I've I've heard it a lot. So, and I like that less than Jake song again. I feel like that's what I say every time, James. I like your song, but um, 
As far as amped up, I think I would go lean towards the anthem of our dying day. Well, Josh, I like your vote, but could have been better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill. So you share the name. What about you? I mean, how could I not? I mean, guys, <laughs> come on. No, I really like this song, and I was there was a couple of songs I was pulling out um, lyrics that I thought were super great, and I loved the line in there when it said, why wait to honor someone when they're gone? And that's mm-hmm. so freaking good. Um, and yeah, I thought it was great. And it's my freaking name, so I'm picking it. So there you go. Done and Narcissism done. vote. That's it. 100%. You know what? We're all friends on this podcast, and it rules to write a song about your friend. So You're right. right. That's it. Yeah. No, well, nothing that's it, gets you amped up like a song about your dead friends. Right, guys? Hey, Bill isn't dead. The song's about writing the song about it while they're still with us. <laughs> he might be by the time the podcast comes out. You never know. Uh, never know. Fingers crossed. All right, Nick, Which one, him or me? <laughs> I meant him. Yeah, then you'll feel sorry you made fun of my songs. <laughs> I'll see right. you guys. So, so yeah, I will go. Um, I actually really enjoyed this matchup because it, to me, exemplified at least what I view as putting two different nostalgic musical genres against each other. You've got the... I, I I don't want to really use the term pop punk because Blink One Eighty Two is pop punk. Uh, Less than Jake is, they're not punk rock, but they're kind of somewhere in between. So they they still exemplify you know punk to me. Punk music from that era, it all had that fast drum, that like higher pitched vocal. Um, uh, story of the year. I never really got into them that much, but this is a good example of the term which I really hate, which is screamo. Um, but that's I don't know what else to call it because that's what all that kind of music was at that time. Um, so yeah, um, less than Jake. I never really got into that much. I, I only kind of knew of them because of James. And if it wasn't for James, if you mentioned less than Jake, my response would be who? Um, the the only other uh, connection I have with them was uh, one year I went to the Vans Warp Tour with uh, Adam and his ex-wife and uh, Neil and I guess a couple of Adam's friends and less than Jake was one of the, I don't want to say headliners, but they were one of the, the bigger bands that was there. And they spent the majority of their set like trashing on the guys from under oath, which was both <laughs> funny and, and kind of sad at the same time. Cause the guys from under oath apparently like really took that personally. Cause they really looked up to less than Jake. So yeah. Oh, that's but, a uh, Yeah. Yeah, so I guess that is a long way of saying I'm going to vote for Story of the Year because this song was not called Nick. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hard one to lose. That one Uh, I really wanted that one to win. Okay. (laughs) All right. Next up, 
Okay, so we got like nine more. <laughs> we can do them. Bring it. Next up, we have Childish Gambino with Bonfire, which was me. You want to see my girl? I ain't that dumb. You want to see my girl? Check Maxim. Man, why does every black actor gotta rap some? I don't know. All I know is I'm the best one. It's a bonfire. Turn the lights out. I'm burning everything you motherfuckers talk about. It's a bonfire. First is Led Zeppelin with Immigrant Song, which was Nick. Yes, sir. So sucks that I'm up against this song because it was literally like the the one that I cut last that I almost picked. Um, oh, wow. And Bonfire, I know, like, I, I was listening to it again today. I don't know that there's anything from it that we can play on the podcast. It's uh, very, uh, as James says, hey, sailor. Um, one of the reasons I like it, it's just one of those where you're just like, you know, alone in your car, blaring music, and you're like, whatever, I'm going to say ridiculous shit. Um, and I will say, I'm going to be that guy and say that I liked him before he was big. <laughs> and he had a few little, like, EPs that I played constantly. And this was, like, his first album that was, like, a real album. And this was the single off of it, and I was so excited. And the way it, like, you know, has the siren in the beginning, it's just, like... I, I don't know. It it's really good. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna say. But um, yeah, immigrant song is awesome. Thor Ragnarok is awesome. But I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna go for mine. Okay. All right, Nick. So yeah, you you kind of uh, gave away uh, <laughs> where I was gonna go with mine. Um, I immigrant song. I of course knew immigrant song before Thor Ragnarok, um, but I never really had so much of a connection with it. And yes, Joe, I'm <coughs> sorry. I'm gonna go into video explanation, but there's no video with mine. But I can't listen to immigrant song with now without thinking of that scene from Thor Ragnarok from him like jumping out of the sky with lightning shooting all over the place in slow motion and it's just I'm a I'm a visual person so that is now they're one and the same to me and so listening to Immigrant Song it just brings me back to such a fucking awesome movie um gosh but if you if you want to separate it from the the video or from the visual experience, just the guitar, the the start of immigrant song that's done, da, 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 it's like I'm How's I'm a going? big yeah I you know da 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 da, da. <laughs> um, like it's <laughs> it starts at ten and just it doesn't like ramp up it just starts. It's got such a great drive to it, and it's 
I personally don't think it sounds like any other Led Zeppelin song. I mean, obviously, what's his name? I'm blanking here. Robert Plant. Yeah, thank you. Angus yes. Young. How, yeah, not Angus Young. Um, Robert Plant has a very distinctive voice, so the vocals in just about every Led Zeppelin song are similar, but this one, it has that kind of like that, how do you even describe it? That it's almost kind of like a banshee scream right after the, the guitars. It, it's not really a scream, but to them it kind of is. So it's got the driving guitar. It's got that kind of, that scream to it. It's got, now a visual reference for me it's i I freaking love it um now um i I do want to comment on childish gambino i didn't actually since the video didn't say who the artist was it just said bonfire i legit didn't realize this was childish gambino until earlier today and i was like oh okay that's kind of awesome because it doesn't really sound like his newer stuff. And I really enjoyed it. I mean, I really enjoyed it. But I've got to vote for my own. Okay. All right. Well, Nick, you mentioned that uh, Led Zeppelin, the vocals sound um, similar in a lot of their songs. Um, I don't know why you mentioned Led Zeppelin. So I'm going to talk about Barracuda by heart here. So... Nick's song, Barracuda, by heart. Uh, really, the, the funny thing is what I, I think about classic rock in my playlist. It's kind of what I think about here. The vocals are similar in a lot of their songs, but to be fair, so is the music. And sorry, the everything. I mean, let's be honest. Led Zeppel, right? <laughs> they're, they're pretty... Lead Zeppelin, James. Lead Zeppelin. It's like I know they get credit for being like the first, one of the first very hard rock bands, which is fair, you know. And it's also fair to say that it could only go up from there. So good for them for putting the foundation down. I really don't like Led Zeppelin, but I do like Immigrant Song. I think it's really good. It's usually one of the first things I think about when I think about classic rock. So. It's cool. Bonfire. Um, anytime you do satire, you kind of know you're going to be misunderstood. I actually had to listen to this song like three or four times before I think I caught every lyrical thing he was addressing. <laughs> I I don't know. I liked them both. I didn't love either one. I guess I'll vote for Immigrant Song, though. Just by hair. Joe, you're a big Zeppelin fan. You want to go? Yeah, this song is amazing, um, Nick's song. What's funny is you guys all thought of Ragnarok, and when I was playing this, the playlist earlier um, in the week, because I did my homework earlier in the week, not right before 9 o'clock, Ashley was like, oh, Ragnarok. And I was like, what? This is the song from <laughs> School of Rock, which I think says more about me than... <laughs> But nice. Wait. <laughs> and I've uh, actually I'll... never seen School of Rock. Oh, what the? Oh, it's I good. Know, yeah, I, I've good wanted movie. to, and Aaron actually owns it, but we've just never watched it together. Well, it's good. Oh, but bonfire. I think earlier I said about how DNA would be on my number one played songs of my Apple Music tied with a song from later and bonfire is that song so 
it's impossible to beat. It's I know every line. Ashley gets so sick of it. I play it like I'm sure. <laughs> I play it like a lot, a lot on the uh, <laughs> on the echo. And, nice. Um, yeah, so I'm picking that. Bada bing, right, bada Bill. Boom. You're the tiebreaker. Am I? Okay. Oh, that's tough because <clears throat> so immigrant song is great. That scene in Ragnarok is amazing. Bonfire was it was funny because I was listening to them and it was the windows down music up and then this came on today and I'm like, nope, I gotta either turn it down or put the <laughs> windows up because like I can't be driving out of the school parking right. lot with this plane. <laughs> there were two lines in that song. Yeah, that I thought were amazing when it said Rap's stepfather, yeah, you Dude. hate me, but you will respect. Like that's, that was amazing. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, it's I so love good. that line. Uh and then the other one where it said black and white music, and I had to cross this word out when I copied and pasted because I'm like, <laughs> I cannot and it said that's a mixtape, and I'm like, Oh, that's so good. Guys, I don't know. I like both of them the same. Dude. My favorite is when he says, made the beat that murdered it, Casey Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Uh, yeah, that was another line that I was I was going to pick out. But yeah, the whole, all right, I'm going to go Bonfire. I'm just going to go with that one. Just yeah. because that one line, it's by a hair in the line about rap stepfather. Yeah, you hate me, but you will respect. Oh, that's just incredible. <laughs> like... Oh, it's good. <laughs> yeah, but it was close. It was Yay. really close. I wasn't expecting that. Immigrants you should have picked a whole lot of love. Had it well, I almost, if, if I had to lose to something, I'm glad to lose to, to Childish Gambino. All right. So next up, we have... Today, Junior. Sorry. Demi Lovato with... Confident, which was um, James's pick, right? Yep. What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being confident? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being confident? It's time to get the chase Uh, versus Kids in the Way, Head Over Heels, Joseph. James? So I'm pretty sure Joe's going to get a vote from Nick here. I know Nick is a big Kids in the Way fan. I know he likes Head Over Heels in particular because he's playing it for me. <laughs> Confident, I'll be really quick here. I think it's a great song. Gets me pumped. Um, I just like listening to it. And I really love the WrestleMania 32 like fight video that I sent you guys for the women's match. I think that's awesome. Uh, I like that way better than the music video for the actual song, which is, that's cool too, though. But yeah, I like Confident. You heard it now, so if you like it, you'll vote for it. That's about it. <laughs> and the video was directed by Robert Rodriguez. That makes total sense. 
I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Joe, kids in the way, did um, Matt Hoffman introduce you to this one too? I know he. Was I was going to say it was pretty much probably the same day. Showed me this song. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty self-explanatory. We had a covers tournament. This could have been in there. Uh, it's super fun. Also does this thing that I mentioned earlier where they sing it and they scream it. Um, Got to go with the song. So since you mentioned it, wasn't this in the covers tournament? Was it? Because this was in one of our other tournaments. Ooh. I know for a fact this is a repeat song. DQ. <laughs> check, check the tape. I, I wow. almost, I, I was going to, like, and I'll go ahead and go. I, I was going to, like, start out by saying, on principle, I should vote for James because this is a repeat song. But I no, love Kids Nick in the Way so much. Yeah. yeah, I love Kids in the Way so much. I love cover songs so much. And this is an excellent cover of a otherwise not great song. What? what? Sorry. Rap on the go-go's? What's wrong with you? <laughs> but... It, it it has the emotional impact. It has the like I I yeah, it, it, it increases my 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 pulse. It you know Demi Lovato I Tingles your bits. Yeah, tingles my bits. <laughs> Demi Lovato, I don't really know that much about her. It's like it's you know a, God, I really am gonna struggle to say this without sounding like chauvinistic and I do apologize. Oh, here we it's go. A, it's a female empowerment song, and I love it for that. But, but it doesn't really do anything for me, and I'm sorry. And what's her face that's in it from the, <laughs> the car stealing movies that I love so much? What? You know, Fast you, and the Furious. You, you oh. know the movies. I, I don't. I don't know who her name that. is. Well, it's Ana Lucia. It's Ana Lucia. Well, I mean, that's the character. Like the, the only thing I actually know her from is from uh, Resident Evil, which she sucked in that, too. But anyway. Don't you say Evil. anything bad about those movies. Hey, no, no, no. I didn't say anything bad about the movies. I said something bad about her. I was glad that she died in that movie. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, 20 years ago. Anyway, yeah, so I'm going with Kids in the Way, even though it should be a DQ. I'll, by the way, I forgot to mention this. One of the reasons I picked Confident, since Nikki mentioned the female thing, before we pick songs, Joe sent a text that said, all my picks are going to be by women. And, and actually, none of his picks are by women. <laughs> but I thought, you know what? I'm going to put. I'm going to go out of my way to find one. I didn't have to go very far out of my way at all. But it's like, yeah, I'm going to put one in by a woman, too, and Joe will track with it that'll be cool and then it went up against one of joe's songs so la da <laughs> oh the irony you fell into his trap james <clears throat> i have so many times okay <laughs> bats those eyes and you're done bill do you want to go next yeah sure i'll go um strangely enough i am going to go with demi lovato i thought that was just a good fun song and I thought it was different because I didn't scan through the entire list, but it's, is this the only female singer on the this whole is, list? Yeah, I okay. think so. So I thought it was a nice break in the action. Uh, so 
It's the yeah. only taco in this sausage party. <laughs> Ish. It depends. It depends. Well, we get to against <laughs> me later. That is uh, a trans person who is now a female. Wait, what? We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> so, I wish Joseph would have picked a different song because I am a big Hits in the Way fan as well, and I love their actual <clears throat> songs. I almost put um, Phoenix for the Heartache as one of my picks. That was an honorable mention. Um, but regardless, I still... It does bother me that it was in a previous <laughs> previous one, but if we're not really going to care about that, then I would pick it. Um, I will say, hold on, let me look. I, I looked it up. Thanks for giving it a vote, Bill. <laughs> I looked it up, and it was. You're uh, welcome. And another, it was in the covers one, but I think it's kind of uh, moot because it's gonna. I'm assuming gonna lose to the next one, but. Well, technically, did we ever say we couldn't repeat songs? Yes, nope. we so. did. Yeah, I mean, not about this specific one, but we've said that before. Like, I call bullshit. No, we actually said it about this tournament. Find it, Nick. Find yeah, because there we was. Had a, uh... okay. We had a discussion over repeat artists versus repeat songs. Jeez, Joe, how many tournaments yeah, do we but... have to explain the rules to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, maybe if you guys didn't send 5,000 texts. So how many times do up? we need to explain Mount Rushmore to you, Joe? I don't, I don't do it's well in your four favorite songs. just checks out. Oh. <laughs> I, th- I think when we talked about the repeat song, we made it clear that it, we didn't care about repeat artists, and I don't think we ever said anything about songs but okay that could have been a misinterpretation on my part so what are we doing let's vote on it (laughs) i've already voted for kids in the way i'm the one that's being so like staunch on the rules and i'm voting for kids in the way anyway guys must really hate a woman with confidence Uh, yeah i guess so no just bad songs okay um roll back so next up we have Jay-Z with 99 Problems, which was me. Um, versus Metallica, Fuel. Uh, who was that? That was me. Okay. Yeah, so I I really wanted a Jay-Z song on here, and I was listening to a few different ones. My favorite one is um, not this one, but when I listened to this one, it was just too classic and too good to, like, blare in a car for me to pass up. Um, I mean, everybody knows it. It's an all-timer, I think, so I'm that's why I picked it, and... I do like Fuel, um, but it's not my favorite of theirs, so I'm definitely going with 99 Problems. 
So I'll also say that everybody does know 99 Problems so well. I mean, it was excellently covered in our covers tournament. Everyone loved that so much. Mm-hmm. just got to say. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I will also kind of like echo like what Josh said, but with Metallica, I when we first – when this tournament was first mentioned, I immediately thought, okay, I've got to have a Metallica song in here. And Fuel is not my favorite Metallica song. It's it's not. But Fuel is... But it rocks. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Fuel fits the format. Um, you, you can have, like, Inner Sandman, which would be in the top two or three, if not number one, for my favorite Metallica song but that's not one that's going to get me like all pumped up and like ready to like drive a car like 110 miles an hour and like punch a brick wall with my bare fist. Fuel is that song. It and granted this is not what the point of the tournament is. You're not going to have a Metallica song that's like, "Oh man, the lyrics in that it spoke to me." No. <clears throat> that's not what Metallica is. They're not like, and I've said it before, they're not Shakespeare. I hate to bring it up again, but it just has an emotional effect on you and not really emotional as like, oh, I'm, I'm touched, but emotional like, I want to break some shit. I want to drive fast and I want to punch someone in the mouth. That is what this song is to me. And it's like... I, I know I've referenced it already. It, this is also a nostalgia song too. That like I've got multiple songs on this playlist from my freshman year in college because this is when I rediscovered Metallica, and I was like, okay, this is short hair Metallica is what everybody referred to them as. But I was like, I'm I'm here for it. This music, this this style, I am here for it. And good gosh, I trying to listen to this in the car, you don't want to pass a cop. We're just going to say that. <laughs> All right. So I'm confused, so guys. They are Metallica is or isn't Shakespeare? Metallica is not Shakespeare. They are oh, as far you. from Shakespeare as you can get. Thanks for yeah, clarifying. because they're pretty good. I was pretty confused. <laughs> Phil? Right, Bill, you're a, yeah, you're a huge Metallica fan. You want to go? Yeah, I'm going Fuel. I mean, it's I just love the song. Um, it's I thought it was great. It has uh, the best Hetfield, yeah, and all the entire uh, Metallica oh, catalog. Dude. And um, and then, quite frankly, there was that time when I went to go help James with drywall. And mm-hmm. we worked until like freaking what was it like five in the morning? And I think so, yeah. Yeah, and this song, I don't know, we probably only listened to it once, but this is like the song I associate with doing that. And uh just <laughs> me makes too. me like it even more. Yeah, yeah. So go on with that one. And, and it wasn't just yeah. a James Hetfield, yeah, it was a yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, oh, a yeah. little That's... extra to it. Yeah, he nails it. It's... James Hetfield probably has the best yeahs in music, right? <clears throat> and that's the best of the James, best. James, you're cutting out, bro. I, I can hear sorry. Him. Is it? 
Yeah, I just heard it me? was just fine. Just you. Well, what's going on? Way to interrupt the podcast. I, well, well, you're, I you're cutting out too, Nick. <laughs> what's no, going on? I, no, I, <laughs> I, God damn it. Yeah. I, I, I didn't want to say that I, I kind of forgot it, to mention this earlier in regards to the uh, 99 Problems song. I, I really do love that song too. Um, because it's not your typical Jay-Z song. It kind of made me think of um, of Sabotage by Beastie Boys because it was rock and rap fused together. So it was very effective in that. So good pick on that. So kind of like a good Limp good song. Uh, Is that where you got some I of think... your influence from, Nick? Uh, why am I friends with you people? <laughs> All right, so 99 Problems is super fun. I love the uh, verse about getting pulled over for doing 55 and a 54 and how he responds to that. Um, it's a great song. What I did some research on this. I didn't know that the chorus to this song, 99 Problems but a Pinch Ain't One, was actually recorded by Ice-T in 1993. And what? it was Chris Rock who suggested to Jay-Z, like, hey, I see has this song. This is what it's called. You could probably flip it on its head and make it a really fun thing. And Jay-Z took him up on that. <laughs> so um, the other thing I wanted to add on is that I know at this point, Jay-Z was kind of becoming a business mogul and his hands in a few different pots there. They were all doing really well. And so. That's kind of what the song's about. And he was just starting to date Beyonce. But sampling the chorus, I'm sure the <coughs> first time she heard My Bitch Ain't One, she said, bitch, please, because that's what <laughs> Sasha Fierce would say. <laughs> so all that said, um, again, Bill mentioned it. But yeah, that night when we bought our house, massive fixer-upper. I used to work like somewhere between 12 to 16 hours a day on it trying to get it ready for gosh i took two weeks off work to do it and then i'd go to work i'd come here straight after work i would uh, a lot of times break to eat dinner with stefan zoe and then i'd go back to the house and then i'd come home at like 1 a.m and then go back to work the next morning um it was a crazy time and so that night where bill showed up it was like after I think Bill got there at midnight because he had talked to Steph like, okay, when's James going to leave? Just so he doesn't feel like he has to say, I'm going to work all night and I hadn't left yet. And so just Bill being an awesome friend, he was going to do that. I stayed there. We hung out all night, listened to metal. And yeah, fuel is also the song I associate with that night. So it's got a very special place in my heart. So I'm also voting for fuel. Also side note, by the way, since we don't plug other podcasts, the Chartographers is a great podcast where rock critics will pick an artist and then rank their albums. They did Metallica for their last three episodes, all the Metallica albums. Oh, cool. So if want, yeah, if you want a good listen, check out the Chartographers. The Metallica episodes are pretty fun. All right, Joe, I know it's already lost, but you've been liking every rap song that isn't by Ghostface Killer so far. You want to talk about 99 Problems? Um, James, well, that was James Ghostface is... Killer. Oh, you're correct. I apologize. Before Kendrick came along, Jay-Z was my number one, and he still goes back and forth with Kendrick, so I am 100% picking him. I, I did love Metallica um, when I was in high school. 
And then I kind of grew up. So. Oh, oh, no, I'm, I'm totally balls. kidding. I'm totally kidding. I did like <laughs> and I still like them. Just not but, Lars. Yeah, it's just not Lars. But this isn't, you know, I mean, it's not, it's a good song. It's, I mean, I have nothing bad to say about it. I just pick a 99 problems. Joe, Avril Lavigne, pretty good cover there, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> Screw the haters. I'm with you. Alright, All next right. up. Next up, we got Nazareth with Hair of the Dog, which can only be Bill. Yeah. <laughs> can only uh, be you. Why would it only be me? There's other people on this. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. Versus the Eminem and Dr. Dre with Forgot About Dre, which is Joseph. Yeah, so this song, um, this is one of those songs I mentioned earlier on where it's not only does it sound fun, but it kind of has this weird, uh, deeper meaning for myself, strangely enough, with a song that says stuff like talking, jiving, poison ivy, you ain't going to cling to me, uh, that type of thing. So I first heard this song when I was in college and it was really weird because it was shortly after my mom like up and left the family, which was a really good thing because she was a terrible mom. And that will connect with this song because when I was listening to the song, I was driving around the parking lot, like leaving. And when the chorus came in and started said, now you're messing with a son of a bitch. It hit me because that strangely enough is what my mom used to call me all of the time. Like, she called me that all of the time, even acknowledged the irony of her calling me that because, you know, in a way, she was saying that about herself. Just one piece of the puzzle, how nuts she was. So listening to this song shortly after she left, it struck me that I had gone a certain period of time with no one calling me that name. And the strangeness of that moment just highlighted the absurdity of this person that I had been living with all these years. So I took that song as like kind of like an empowerment song because it's like, okay, cool. Now you're messing with a son of a bitch. And this was so if you want blood, you've got it was maybe number two. This one was probably number one on my list of like repeat songs I was listening to while I was dealing with the more recent family bullshit that was going on. Um, yeah, so that's it. Dude, awesome. Ah, freaking A. All right. Yeah, Eminem, forgot about Dre, Joe. 
it's really ironic because like growing up, my mom used to call me Dr. Dre. <laughs> I couldn't even get it out. That's what she said. Um, that's what she said. So, so I don't know. So, you guys made fun so, of for me. So when they would come back, huh? like from the family outing, and you would be left home alone, you'd be like, "You forgot about Dougie." We didn't. <laughs> Oh, and then Josh should be like your mother effers. <laughs> All of a sudden, act like you forgot about Dre. Home Alone Three forgot about Dre. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah. So you guys make fun of me for being hyperbolic, and I already said that two different rappers are my favorite. But I, I, I literally forgot. I about really Eminem. like Eminem. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just said I really like Eminem. Eminem's far and away number one, honestly. If I had to be, if I had to be honest, depending on the day. Anyway, this song is so fun. Like every time it comes on, I just can't help but listen to the whole thing. And somewhere out there, there's footage of me going to um, a bar in Northside. They have rap. Well, they pre-COVID, they had rap Wednesday karaoke rap karaoke wednesdays or maybe saturdays i can't remember and i got up never done anything like that in my life in front of a like 40 people and 40 drunk people and awkwardly like physically shaking sang this song and had to not say the n-word um it was (laughs) it was so yeah it was not fun but it was it was cool hell yeah Good for you for doing it. Heck yeah. There was one girl that was kind of like into it. And I was like, yeah, we're going to fuck later. What? And it turns out like... she was in baby metal. And. <laughs> huh? Joe, was that the night where Josh, Nick, Bill, and I were all kind of at the side of the bar and we were going like, no play for Mr. Gray? And yeah, then you went and you put, it. like, dye in your hair, and you came back out, and all of a sudden, like, girls just wanted to sleep with you left and right. <laughs> well, that's exactly <laughs> it. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> when you were nervous. That beard was weird, and then it was black. It's like, whoa, awesome. Hey, Bill does have that mustache now. It's true. When you were saying you were nervous, I was going to say, was there vomit on your sweater already? But now <laughs> Mom, <all> spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm voting for that. Okay. <laughs> oh man. All right, Josh. You just mentioned that you really like Eminem. Do you want to talk about these this match? I did. Sorry, I guess that was Joe. <laughs> I know Joe was talking about him being his favorite, but I thought in between that you said it something too. It was Josh trying to like speed me up because Joseph's so hyperbolic. It's just like. Everybody is something. Joe never uses hyperbole. What are you talking about? <laughs> he always does. Uh, <laughs> uh, Maybe uh, we should uh, stop busting Joe's chops about using hyperbole and between Ryan Adams and Michael Jackson and Dr. Dre, start busting him about liking abusive artists. Oh! I mean, they don't abuse our ears, though, like less than Jake, so... Wait, what did Dr. Dre do? Boom! 
I think he's talking oh. about Eminem. <laughs> oh, okay. No, Dr. Dre beat the crap out of a couple of women. Ooh, okay. Didn't yeah. know that one. I forgot oh, about there that. You go. Screw you, Dr. Dre, for doing that. Get it? You forgot about Dre? Anyway. Since we're voting on nostalgia tonight, um, I remember watching the video for Forgot About Dre in the homeroom um, class or whatever. What kind of teacher did you have? Wow, really? Awesome one. <laughs> We just watched like MTV and it was on. I mean, they cut every freaking other word, but that before or after the Rachel Lee Cook uh, commercial about your brain on drugs? That was once school started and watched Channel One. Yeah. Oh yeah, with Anderson Cooper and Marema Manuenos and Lisa Lee, Ling, Lisa Lee. Oh well, yeah. Screw it. Who cares? Yeah, I, I mean, I love the song. Um, I like Dr. Dre musically. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with this one. Oh, and I was I was joking about the mom's spaghetti, and I know it's like the most cliche song in the world or overplayed, whatever. But as Barack Obama says, it's one. It's like his best. You can't help like get bumped up when you play that. And that would have been a really good one for this tournament. But Yeah, it would have been. Make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seth would have nominated that one if we got to her ladies. She's sitting right here, Lose Yourself by Eminem for a pump-up song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she says that I would have put on Jock Jams. We were singing y'all ready for this the other day when talking about this tournament. All right, I'm going to also vote Hair of the Dog by Nazareth. Bill, I love that story. And um, I like this song anyway. It is a pretty good, just kind of raise your fists up go out and kick some butt type songs so nick you are the tiebreaker this time Ooh, first time in this tournament so um i'm gonna go strictly off of emotional reaction which i said was gonna be my my number one and so i'll I'll just go ahead and say it in that i'm voting for nazareth Um, whoa yeah so it's it's a little bit Nazareth and this song specifically has always kind of been like a poor man's ACDC, like classic rock kind of thing to me. So I never really was that big into them, but for the, the content of this tournament, this song, not the band, but this song is a, like it, 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 it's effective in getting me pumped up. Like, let's say I was going into a fight or let's say, you know, I had this hard thing to deal with. I mean, Bill said it best in his story about him and his mom and everything going on there. I don't have that, but anything else hard to deal with, this is the kind of song you want to be listening to. Forgot about Dre, good song. Um, Great rapping. Eminem is top of the class in speed rapping outside of Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes, in my opinion, blows Eminem out of the water in speed rap. But that's hilarious. Yeah, it is hilarious. He's amazing. It's so funny. Did Busta Rhymes set the Guinness Book of World Records for the fastest rap? I think he did at one point. Yeah. Oh, well, Rap God has it now, so actually it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but he also uh, works on Hamilton, too, so there. But, um, well, so, Busta Rhymes did? Yeah, he, he helped with some of the songs on Hamilton. I really? did not know that. Yes. That's cool. That's awesome. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh man, why was, didn't they make at least one of the scenes like one of his music videos? He, that would have been amazing. <laughs> he consulted and kind of helped with like the, I mean, just the the tempo and the speed. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, but as far as again for the purpose of this tournament, forgot about Dre. It's I can appreciate it, see the talent in it, but it has no pump up to me. It has no. Like it, there's no emotional reaction to me other than like, ah, oh, yeah, that's that's impressive that they can do that. So Nazareth gets my vote. Okay, man, Eminem and Dr. Dre fell. I didn't expect that to happen. No, that's so. Here's uh, I'm just I just looked it up real quick. Rem, uh, Eminem, uh, rap god is Guinness Book of World Record fastest rap, 97 words in 15 seconds. That is what's six my name, point- Josh. That is 6.46 words per second. He topped this in Godzilla. What's that one, and why hasn't anyone nominated that song for anything? (laughs) What the hell, guys? I don't like it as much as Rap God. Bill being a tiny Godzilla fan. Uh, Yeah, so then this one says... What is the song that Bill will be looking up after this recording is over? Yeah, for real, because it says 225 words in 30 seconds. That's an average of 7.5 words per second. That's insane. Well, I'm going to okay. I'm going to look I'm going to look up Eminem Godzilla. I got See what it. It sounds like I got it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can insert that here. In AA with an AK melee, finna set it like a play date, better vacate, retreat like a vacay mayday. This beat is cray cray, Ray J, H A, H A, H A. Laughing all the way to the bank, I spray flames, they cannot tame a play cake the monster. You get in my way, I'ma feed you to the monster. I'm normal during the day, but at night turn to a monster. When the moon shines like ice, if we're talking about speed rap, I gotta throw a tech nine, it's one of my favorites. If anybody wants to look him up, he's awesome. Shout out to Dustin Reasonberg. Anyway, <laughs> all right, next up we got um, Coheed and Cambria with Here We Are Juggernaut, which was Bill, I think. Yeah, that's mine. Versus Dashboard Confessional with Remember to Breathe, which was Tommy McFarlane. Yeah. love Coheed and this this song's great and I probably listen to this song I don't know I listen to this song a lot and this is my getting ready in the morning just about every day at school I have a handful of songs I'll listen to and this is one of them just because it's my this is like what James said earlier that it's a I got to get stuff done today get ready song so 
Uh, I just really like this. And then Tommy picked this song because he said this was the song that he was listening to when he was driving over to our house to tell us that he was gay before he came out to us. So this was like his, oh, his wow. pump up. Yeah. So, uh, and he said that if I didn't want to say that, I could say that he would just also just because he wants to make love to the lead singer <laughs> to which I responded. Who doesn't? He's like, so you can either say that or that. I'm like, well, who doesn't? How about so, both? How about both? So there we go. <laughs> So, real quick, like, what is the proper pronunciation? Is it Coheed and Cambria or Coheed and Cambria? I always said Cambria. Yeah. I say Cambria. Yeah. I've, I don't think I've ever, like, heard a proper, like, this is the way it's, you know, doesn't matter. You can cut all that. That's, no one's interested. I am. <laughs> I always pronounced it shitty music. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> this is a softball pitch. Jeez, old so, Pete's. Joe, does that mean you're voting for Dashboard? Oh, 1,000%. Oh my gosh. 1,000%. I mean, I like if we're gonna, this episode might as well be called Nostalgia. And <laughs> there's nothing more nostalgic for me, probably, than. No, there's the. Uh, <laughs> me and Josh and Tommy <laughs> listening to the Dashboard. So, yeah. All coming no. out. Huh? Do you still... <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I like Remember to Breathe better as a song, but as a pump-up one, I and that's a really great story about Tommy. That's super cool. But it doesn't get me pumped up. So the here we are, Juggernaut. I only know Coheed and Cambria slash Cambria slash... Cambria. Cambria. Slash Camembert. Carmen. Carmen, <laughs> Coheed and Carmen. <laughs> with this invitation because of Nick, and um, yeah, but this is the one song that I know by them, and I like this song a lot. So it does get me pumped up. I'm gonna vote for it, even though I like "Remember to Breathe" better. I think this is a better pump up song. Yeah. So. Um... Joseph's gonna kill me, but I I love Dashboard more, you know, oh. much as the, oh. much as the next guy, and I love Tommy so much. But remember to breathe is like, uh, it's just not a a pump up song. And I know I picked Avid, but it's I I would pick Hands Down or something like that if I was gonna try to get pumped up with them. And and I do love Coheed. Um, I almost picked Welcome Home. That was on my honorable mentions. I almost picked uh, that one, too. But, yeah, so I'm going to go with Coheed on this one. Okay. Burning Hill. Got Vance. <laughs> so, so my vote doesn't really count then, um, but I was going to vote for Coheed and Cambria anyway. Ooh, yeah. Um, Basically, just because I mean, and like Josh said, I I also love Dashboard Confessional, but Dashboard Confessional has always just been sad bastard music to me. Um, yeah. Yes. It's now after Bill telling Tommy's explanation, that's one of those it kind of almost swayed me because Coheed and Cambria is also not really pump up music to me. I've never really thought of them. Oh that man. Way. 
I what? Yeah, I, I totally. It well, it, it it goes back to the whole like drums and screaming. That is that is pump up to me. That and and don't get me wrong. <laughs> they this song has has a a fast driving beat to it, but it's it's not like that's not the primary thing. The primary. I don't even know what the primary thing is in Coheed and Cambria. They're just so there's so much. It's like a buffet in their music, and it, they're special and wonderful to me for a completely different reason outside of this tournament. Um, but if you had to pick between the two, I would say okay, that goes more for it, which is why your story about. Tommy listening to that on his way to like tell you almost kind of swayed me. But again, I go back to, I love dashboard, but it's sad bastard music. If, if Matt Lowe is listening, which I highly doubt he is. God bless you, Matt. There was a, I think it was Jess's 30th birthday party. We were playing guitar hero and we played welcome home. And it's like, I guess at this point, weirdly nostalgic. Um, what is time, right? Jeez. But anyway, yeah. I always think of them as like really build, like a you know, amp up music. So oh, they've got a great build. All right, we got uh, what is it? Four more, right? Two, three. Couple. Yeah. So less than Jake, my very own oh, yeah, six. Flag. Um, is that you, James? That's me, yeah. Versus Halifax was straight up, which was <coughs> Joseph. Right, so um, just, I keep on ending up against Joe. <laughs> it seems like tonight. I I like Straight Up by Halifax. It's super fun, great cover. It's on a CD called Punko's '80s, and I didn't think it was punk at all. I thought it was polished rock, but it's really great polished rock. So good stuff. But again, to be less fair, the Punko's '80s series of songs, most of those bands are not punk. Okay, that that explains that. It's um, just a term. Yeah, my, well, they're not yeah, going to get the not... fucking Sex Pistols to cover straight up. So, what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because Johnny Rotten's dead. Okay, exactly. So, my very own flag by Less Than Jake. This is another song written about somebody that they're friends with. Just something that they offhandedly said one time. It seems like I love this song. This song has my favorite drums of any song at all probably and again it's just bang 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 and even when they change the pace of how they sing the drum stays the same 
which is really cool. Um, I could listen to the song all day. Lyrically, I don't think there's anything too heavy in it. I don't think they wrote it for that reason, but I think it's super easy to sing along to, and I freaking love it, man. This song, uh, it's up there with If You Want Blood by ACDC for the song that gets me most pumped up on this tournament. It's probably one of those two. Joe, what about you, man? Yeah, so this song is pretty straightforward. It's a it's a cover of an amazing Paul Abdul song. And one of the things we haven't talked about, surprisingly, I feel like it's going to come up more and more maybe next time. Um, one of the things that gets me pumped up is like the music dropping out. And he does that in this song and sings over it. Um, and it's just like epic sounding. So, yeah. That's why I'm picking that song. All right. Nick, you want to shoot first here? Sure. So, I I do want to commend James for being a kindred spirit to me of going back to the well for less than Jake twice. I did that with Foo Fighters, and so, you know, when when you've got something great, go back for it. That's awesome. Um and then Joe for having two cover songs on this uh, submission, which I also am a huge fan of cover songs. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and get to the who I'm going to vote for, and that's going to be Halifax. I, I don't know this band, but I think that this is a gorgeous cover of a Paula Abdul song, which in most cases, a really good cover to me is a cover of a song that I'm not that big of a fan of. But this is not the covers tournament. Um, they do a really good job of just increasing the drive in this song, though. Less Than Jake, same deal. Uh, it, it starts out, like, just driving, like, right at the beginning. And so that gets you really amped up. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest, though. it keeps you amped up. <laughs> It does. It does. I've got to be honest, though. I've never really been that huge of a fan of Less Than Jake. Thanks I... for talking, Nick. Let's move on to the next. <laughs> and let's 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 make this clear. I I don't dislike Less Than Jake. They've just always been one of those bands that I appreciate and enjoy punk and pop punk. There's just a handful of bands out of that style of music that I'm like, okay, these are my bands. Like, The Offspring is, like, the top of that list for me. Blink-182 and Green Day, and beyond that, everything else just kind of blends together. So, unfortunately, Less Than Jake has always kind of been just in with the masses for me. That being said, I, I enjoyed this song even more so than... Then the song titled Bill, I almost said even more than Bill. That would be mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, but then Halifax came, came in and I'm like, okay, this is a, a harder-hitting version of a okay Paula Abdul song. And so it, it kind of got me going. It's like, all right, that's what I get my vote. Hey, right, uh, Bill, Josh. Which one of you are ready for less than Jake? You go next. <laughs> I'll vote for him, James. Uh, ah, thank you. I like I like that straight up cover, um, but it was just a little too like cute for me. You know, like oh look at us, we're a fan and we're covering a song that you would never expect. So yeah, I I like the less than Jake song 
Isn't that what all those punk songs are, though? Yeah, I know. It's, I just, it kind of just got a little redundant, you know, gimmicky. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Own Flag on this one. Yeah. Between the two, I liked it better. Uh, I liked, it's funny, James, you saying, like, lyrically, like, there wasn't much or whatever you said, but I, because I, that was one of the ones I pulled out sometimes, like, I liked the line where it said, uh, and as I walk away, I can hear you say, I wish I had my own flag. I thought those yeah. are pretty cool lines, so, cool line, yeah. 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 All right. Great. Sorry. Making notes. Gotta do everything. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Uh, next up, we have this band you may have heard of named Bright Eyes. Uh, mm. Road to Joy. Which is me. With no conclusions, flowers sleeping in their beds, the city cemeteries humming. I'm wide awake, it's morning. Uh, versus Foo Fighters, Monkey Wrench, which was me, Nicholas. Nick, it's like my favorite band versus your favorite band. I know. I'm I'm sorry to put your favorite band in the ground, I buddy. I hate to do it. Oh. So, so um, yeah, I like Bright Eyes, and I like this song a lot. Um, I, I've guess I've found out that like build, like having slow build is a thing that amps me up, and I love that about this song, and I love it about the fact that it's the last song on this album. So it's like even more like one big build to this song. Um, I did, I didn't get a good version, like an album version. So I did put that um, Craig Ferguson, but I know you all already knew it by heart, you know, so I figure what's the point, but, um, and we, we saw them live and he played this. I don't remember if it was the very last or if it was like encore last, whatever. But at the end, it's just so awesome. It's just like freaking noise. And, uh, He's got that great line where he says, I could have been a famous singer if I had someone else's voice, but failures always sounded better. Let's fuck it up, boys. Make some noise. And then it's just like horns and guitars and drums, and it's just amps you up. So that's my... And I, I do I do like that Monkey Wrench song, but I did like um, Walk Better, so I feel good about voting against it. Well, all right. Um, I'll go ahead and say that um, I I did really enjoy um, Bright Eyes' uh, Road to Joy. Um, I've this is another band that or another matchup where I've seen both bands in concert. Um, I, Connor Oberst is he's got a very unique, excellent voice, and against 
any other band on this playlist, I may give them the nod, but as I had said earlier, I will never vote against Foo Fighters. Um, especially Did you say this Foo song. Fighters? <laughs> Screw your face. Foo Fighters. <laughs> um, Screw your face. This, <laughs> <laughs> this song specifically... The, Monkey Wrench popped my cherry on the Foo Fighters. We'll we'll put it that way. They, it's it's such a good song. Um, the, I mean, it's got drive the entire time. But the part that has always just like got me and like really like stuck with me is, and I know it's it's manufactured, but. The, t- the part where he's just screaming without taking a breath. Like, one last thing That's before amazing. I quit. I've tried yeah. to do that. And I know that, like, he said in interviews that he used to be able to do that. He's never done it in concert. But, I mean, as you get older, your lung capacity diminishes. What Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I've never been able to do that. Even when I was in college, I got really close and then got to like the last few words before the full on scream. And I, I just, I cut out, I had to breathe. Um, but just the illusion of someone doing that and screaming that long line of lyrics and then adding a bomb of screaming at the end. I mean, I, I'm so glad that Dave Grohl is the like the super nice guy that he's portrayed to be because he can do no wrong for me. He is, I'm sorry, he could go out and shoot a puppy in the face and I'd still be like, thank you, Dave. Um, oh, nice. So yeah. Um, th- that's the story. that's the concept of their next video. He can. I really he hope he write a song about divorcing his wife, and you'd be like, "Yeah, I'm amped up, man. <laughs> I don't support what you're doing, but I love this song." Oh, um, he they could beat puppies to death with a monkey wrench. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'd be there for it. Um, <laughs> just one more wolf before you die. I <laughs> but yeah, I, I I love the humor in the video. I I went there again. Sorry, but it's I mean everything about this is great. It's it's the, the elevator music in the video with Big Me playing kind of yes music. yes oh my gosh so great. Um, but I mean, it's it's hard to listen to this song specifically and be like, okay, I'm gonna take a nap. No, you're like this. This makes you want to get up and do something. Um, so yeah, it's God bless Dave Grohl. All right, who's gonna vote for Brightest? So you can go first. I'll go first. I'm voting. Yay! I'll go. I'll go first. So here's here's my funny story about this though, because <laughs> I uh, I'll go second. Sorry. Um, no, you got it right. So first. I was, That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like scrolling through my YouTube playlist real quick while I was at a stoplight or whatever, and it threw me off because the screenshot of that video of Connor 
at a quick glance, I thought it was Demi Lovato again. I'm like, is she on here twice? Like, uh, <laughs> so it threw me off. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought I would like listen past that part of the playlist and everything. But anyways, I was really surprised by that song and that line, that famous line. Again, this is my, this is the last one I picked out like lyrics from for this round of, well, I could be a famous singer if I had someone else's voice. I thought that was a great line. Uh, I love the line of, I hope I don't sound too ungrateful what history gave modern men. And that whole thing of telephones talking to strangers. And then I loved the, I think it was the first line, like I read the body count. No, it was the second part or whatever. Like uh, out of the paper and now it's written all over my face. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was freaking great that they, the tune that they put it to. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised by this song. So I'm voting for it. Yes. What was that you were saying, Nick? About what? About sorry about taking down the song. I don't remember oh. saying that. How's my <laughs> taste? <laughs> <laughs> that's like from a Jolly Ranger that's from an MMA <laughs> fighter interview. I wasn't. <laughs> anyway. Sure. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> you just throwing something that was it? to be edited out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think it was um, Mirko, or no, it was somebody like that. I can't remember, but anyway, I'll find it. Next up, Slipknot. Yeah, I didn't get to vote. <laughs> Sorry, James. <laughs> yes, let James vote for Foo Fighters, okay? Yeah, I'm voting for Foo Fighters. I did want to mention that Josh Thank and I, in our 20s, uh, used to, I, into our 30s, we used to text song lyrics back and forth a lot that we just thought were good. By far, Josh's most repeatedly texted lyric was "I'm wide awake this morning," yeah. which I know uh, this is this has always been one of your favorite Bright Eyes songs, right? Yep. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, I've seen Bright Eyes in concert. Um, they're they were good, but Foo Fighters. I have this really happy memory of like you always hope your friends will get along. My friend Sarah. Uh, now Eikhoff, then Woodrug, uh, came over when me and Nick were living together to hang out once, and I didn't know she liked the Foo Fighters, and Nick was putting on a Foo Fighters CD while we were just kind of talking. She's like, oh, put on Monkey Wrench, and so Nick did, and they were both just kind of rocking after this while we were sitting in the floor. Hell <laughs> this yes. Is this is such a good moment for me, so that will always make me happy, and yeah, I like Road to Joy, but I like Monkey Wrench even more. So there you go, Nick, two to three. I'll take your pity vote. Thank you, James. <laughs> pity vote? I like your okay. better. Yeah. I'll take your genuine vote. Thank you, James. <laughs> so the Foo Fighters are 0-2 in our tournament. Yeah, that's um, shocking. not yeah. the... Get it right. The band Foo Fighters. Um, all right, next up we have um, Slipknot with Unsainted, which was... Bill, right? Yeah. Versus, this is where Joseph substituted something, right? So the brackets still got Eminem, but I think it was... Um, my like chemical him. romance with the black parade. Oh yeah. Yeah. Take fire to the end we hit. 
great freaking song. Disagree. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So this one. Um, <laughs> Like it sounds, I don't know. This one's this one's weird because it's Slipknot and it's kind of like you know whatever. But this one for me, um, I don't know. Honestly, out of all the songs on this matchup, I would probably even say out of all of them that I've shared, maybe strangely enough, is extremely personal for me. Like in the first time I heard it, like I was not necessarily amped up, but I was just kind of like taken aback because the lines hitting it, it I don't know it just hits hard because the line of um whereas you know the line where it says this killing field has grown over you know and especially the line like you've killed the saint in me how dare you martyr me uh this song hits hard with me thinking about shit that happened to me when I was a kid and some of which I haven't really talked with anybody at all other than Andrea. And I don't know, it just reminds me of the moments I had where shit happened where, like, I don't know, that line just hits. It hits hard. And, you know, and then the line where it goes on and says, um, I'm finally holding on to letting go also hits because it's kind of like, OK, I'm I'm going to let go of this and I'm going to let go of this person that did what they did. And, uh, you know, and I was listening to some interviews with the lead singer. I can't remember his last name is Corey, something or other. And like, you know, yeah, it's kind of easy to be like, Oh, there's Slipknot. And there's kind of like, you know, butt rock band or whatever, but like, he's a pretty cool guy talking about his experiences as a kid and everything. And like, it makes her music take on a different tone. Uh, so it's one of those feeling angry and pissed about what happened and then yet turning it into like a place of power kind of thing. So yeah, that's, that's it for me. Cool. I would like to defend them real quick and butt rock. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah, I know. But you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't know. I, that's, that's not necessarily like the best terminology, but you know, how dare you bring nickel back into this? No, you know, like, I don't even know the broad <laughs> yeah, definition of it, but you know, it's, I don't know. I thought it was interesting because it would be easy to speak, you know, all oh, you're just a metal band of like weird masks and you're like half your band is beating on a steel drum type thing. They're easy um, to dismiss. Yes, thank you. That's much it's, more it's succinct. because people don't know, like, Corey Taylor, like, their singer, he has a <laughs> yeah, really fun it. side to him, yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I loved them and Stomp. They were great. <laughs> <laughs> Stomp the Yard, is that where yeah. they played all their songs? Yeah. All right, Joe, welcome to the Black Parade. Yeah, it's, uh... Just one of the best songs ever by one of the best <laughs> bands ever. <laughs> and their life changing right? song ever. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I listened to this in the dorm and immediately was like in love with it. And I was already in love with My Chemical Romance from their, what was it? I guess their second album. 
and I almost picked Helena because, but that would be if oh, that's a good we were one. doing like music video tournament, maybe one day. But this song is amazing, and the video, it's, it's kind of weird. Like I like the video; it's cool, but if you look at it on like Wikipedia, they act like it's the greatest video of all time. Like it got some MTV award for greatest music video of the century. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, that's a bit much. Um, but anyway, it's fantastic. It builds and builds, and then, like, it's a completely different style of song the second half, and both are amazing in their own way. And, yeah, it's just so much fun. Nice. I'll vote. Um, Grant Morrison is friends with the guy from My Chemical Romance. So I'm voting for them. It's <laughs> not the reason, but I am voting. I love this song um, a lot. And that previous album that you mentioned, there's like three or four that would be awesome for this tournament. So they're a really good band for l- listening loud in the car. And yeah, so that's what I'm going to vote for. Nice. All right. Then I'll go next. Uh, go go actually, no, go. you can go. Do Nick. it. Do it. All right. I, I'm going next because I was going to split. Um, I don't like Welcome to the Black Parade. I That song to me is, I have a similar relationship with it that I did to the song All I Want to Do by Sheryl Crow. Which <laughs> back, back in the day, again, my they favorite radio similar. station. Yeah. My favorite radio station, they would, I love them, but occasionally they'd play a song that I just thought was kind of dumb. And so I heard the first 10 to 15 seconds of all i want to do like 40 times before i heard the song because songs would always hit the alternative station like six months before they'd hit the top 40 ones it seemed like so as soon as it came on like this ain't no disco this ain't no country club either like ah this is one of those crap songs and i'd change it and to be fair i was kind of right about that (laughs) this song with the slow piano one I just it would come on the radio constantly for about six months, and I was always like, "No, thank you." But I finally did hear it a few times, and I still didn't like it. <laughs> so, on the flip side, I liked Unsainted a lot, and Corey Taylor he's done interviews for NXT. Um, they got some wrestling fans in the band. They've contributed songs to NXT shows before. Uh, to the point where, again, they were at some rock festival and NXT did a show there. And Corey Taylor would interview the guys in character, just like doing goofy stuff. So, again, I, I know that was cool. Yeah, I like Corey Taylor. I like Slipknot. Okay. And I like this song quite a bit. So, I'm voting for Slipknot. So, Nick, you're the tiebreaker. Mm. Okay. So, this one was a little bit difficult for me. Because Slipknot is also, it kind of, I mean, nostalgia has been a theme here, but Slipknot was another big band from like my freshman and sophomore year of college. Um, I did not keep up with them after whatever that first album was, but I was very, they, they were a honorable mention to me of wanting to like add in a song that I just, any anything off that first album or that album that I was aware of would just kind of like I don't know it just put me in a place of like wanting to like smash things and like just go nuts. Um, 
then you have My Chemical Romance, which I've never really kind of thought of as as this kind of music, as like amp up music. But then you go back to like like you mentioned, I'm I'm okay, which is a freaking awesome song. Just the way it's it's, it's, it's performed. It is. I mean, I I know I've mentioned before, like you have a good scream in a song, and that's that really does it for me but you have a good like the alternative to that is you have a good whisper in a song like that's that's a whole nother level of like putting a good whisper in a song that is that I, why you put uh let the bodies hit the floor on the next round uh, <laughs> and call um, <laughs> yeah this is where you would put the YouTube video of that parrot singing and let the body sit the floor. Well, if you think about it, that's got a whisper followed by a scream. I mean, that's that's everything you just Yeah, it's right up your alley. <laughs> yes. No wonder you love that song so much. I really hate that you're right, but I hate that song even more. Anyway, back to, like, getting me back on track here. Um, Welcome to the Black Parade is a good song, but it's not I'm Okay. Um this this Slipknot song took me right back to freshman year of college, and it, but in a different way, is like Slipknot all grown up, which makes sense because they're older now, and it still just made me want to like punch things and like break stuff, and but in a good way. So Slipknot is getting my vote. Oh. All right. They go on. Joe, I did want to ask you, um, and by the way, my chemical romance, I kind of love that song they do with Taylor Swift. But I wanted to ask you, I had it written Wait, down that what? I thought you would. What? What? What happened? Doesn't my chemical romance have a song with Taylor Swift? I'm looking this up right now. That's Panic at the Disco. Panic at the um, Disco, okay. Uh, I love some panic at the disco. All right, Joe, I thought I had it written I down. I almost thought you would like the song Unsainted. Uh, did you like that one? I did. Yeah, I like Slipknot. I mean, I don't know any of their stuff. Like, I've never dived into them, but I like them when I hear them. And I love the fact that they're like, you know, they look like a Rob Zombie character. <laughs> nice. Oh, dude. That's okay. good. I've mentioned the NXT thing before. I missed this theme song for the NXT Weekly TV show. It's actually a Slipknot song for a while called All Out Life. So there you go. They have that tie in too. Okay. Next up. What do we last, got? Last one. Sturgill nice. Simpson called to Arms, which was Phil. Yep.
versus Taking Back Sunday, which is uh, Make Make Damn Sure, which is Joseph. Okay, so I love this podcast for any reason at all is, is that it exposed me to Sturgill Simpson. Like, I have probably not been that you get to hang to... out with your friends. No, not at all. Well, except for James because he picked a song with my name in it. The rest of you can oh, go to okay. hell. <laughs> no, it was uh, seriously out of Son all of the artists. Son of a bitch! Out of all the new artists, like this one took. And I freaking love it. And it's funny because I remember like one of my friends in high school, I was giving him hell for like listening to country music. And he's like, no, watch, you'll probably be listening to it when you're like 40 or something. And I keep meaning to text him about Sturgill because I'm like, well, you were kind of right. I mean, this is this isn't my favorite song of his, but this performance is freaking insane. And I fucking love it like it's so freaking good like it's everything like in a band i'm really like with bands i'm a sucker for when everyone is just going nuts which is great and that's why i loved the the road to joy part i thought that was great the only thing that would have made it better for you would have been if the saxophone player had his shirt off right (laughs) exactly (laughs) right yeah they're performing (laughs) at like the the boardwalk in santa monica Circa 1984, yeah, and, and so yeah, and along, yeah, yeah, and along those lines, I'm also a sucker for bands that have like a really great horn section. I can't remember in the female artist. I think it was Joseph. I think you picked her. I can't remember her name, but like she had just like an awesome like bluesy style horn section. I'm like, I fucking love this song. It's great. And then I'm also a sucker for like people going nuts on a keyboard and this performance had all of that. And it it was great that like the guy on the keyboard looked like one of the Ramones. Like it's so freaking good. And then at the end, Sturgill's just kicking everything and the dude standing on top of the keyboard. It's so freaking great. So yeah, I love it. Okay, Joe, what about make damn sure? Um, so this was a huge song. I don't think anybody could, like say they were unfamiliar with it before, maybe, but um, it is so much fun. It is to me like <laughs> never mind. I was gonna say the epitome of a pump up song, but it's it's just so fun and like he screams and he, uh, you know, in the music video you see <laughs> he's got his iconic like uh, mic on a string type thing. It's just his so awesome. Jagger stance. Yeah, there's just—I mean, there's nothing bad about it. It's just so much fun, and uh, that's why I'm picking it. All right. Yeah. Oh well, I should say, I guess I'm voting for it too. I I went into the Sturgill song, and I said to Ashley, I was like, 
I don't know that I've ever gone more 180 on something than Sturgill because I used to like loathe him, and now I think he's like a genius. Yeah. But then this song kind of made me want to just hear his covers because I I do oh. not like this song. <laughs> I still like the guy, but I just did not like this song. Yeah. I will right. piggyback on that and say that I, I, of course, have said before that I am a sucker for covers, especially when they're done well, and Sturgill does a damn good cover. Um, so that being said, this, this song was like, okay, you know, this is, I'm having to kind of listen to him with fresh ears because, honestly, I've... Have we we haven't had him on a tournament where it's been just like one so. of his songs, have we? I think both have been covers. Yeah. Oh um, wow. Yeah. So this was basically new Sturgill Simpson to me. I did enjoy the performance, um, but I would say that it, it wasn't like it wasn't as big for me as like the the first two. Now go to cut to Taking Back Sunday. Which I have a hard time like this. This is another one where it's like they're not screamo. That's that was a different thing. But they're around that same era, and I don't know what you call that kind of music. It's kind of like when Panic of the Disco first came around, kind of at the tail end of like when Taking Back Sunday was so big, and I don't know. I never really got into Taking Back Sunday. The, Probably because whenever you would turn on Channel Z in that time period, there was Taking Back Sunday, specifically this song. Um, so because of that and because of – I'm sorry, Joe, but the video influenced me. Because of the energy in the video for the song with Sturgill Simpson, it had more of a pump up for me, so I'm going to Sturgill. Okay. I'll go next, and Josh, you're going to have to split in just a second. I liked Make Damn Sure. I actually hadn't really heard it maybe only one or two times. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And the Sturgill song, Bill, you said that you really love Sturgill, but this song isn't your favorite necessarily. Yeah. And I'm going to echo that sentiment, except in the spirit of my daughter Zoe, and again say... It's It's not my favorite. (laughs) Um, I do... It's kind of the song content is it's very critical of um, war efforts, and I usually love all that stuff. You know, I think that music is very powerful, very meaningful, obviously, and uh, very interesting. You know, anytime you make a statement like that, um, it's good stuff. The intro to the song, like right off the bat, well, the bodies keep piling up with every day. How many more of them are they going to send? I love the lyrics of the song, but I didn't like the music necessarily. Josh? Split. Uh, it's hard. These are both people that I, I'm a big fan of. Um, the Sturgill song is not my favorite <laughs> of his, uh, but I will say, like, don't <laughs> um, think that that's you know indicative of the rest of his music. Is like kind of all over the place, and I get loving his covers. And thinking, oh, his, you know, original music isn't for me. He's got a lot of other stuff that's just really good. Um, and uh, so of these two, I have to pick Taking Back Sunday. I love Make Damn Sure. I remember watching that in Keith's basement. So shout out to Keith. Yeah, I almost gave a shout out to Keith. 
All right. Um, so first up, we got ACDC. If you want blood, you got it versus Hamilton. Guns and ships. I need my right hand man back. ACDC. ACDC. Hamilton. Hamilton. Uh, crap. Just think, Nick, you're supposed to pick the song that you like better. Like the one that's. No. That gets you amped up. Pumps you up. And I also said in my definition that gave me an emotional reaction. I said that Hamilton kind of made me tear up a little, so I'm going Hamilton. Yeah. Wait, wait. Do you feel amped up when you tear up? Sometimes. If if he's. Come on, man. Okay, let me timestamp this one. Yeah. <laughs> 306.56. 306, Jesus Christ. We've right. literally been... Never mind. Next Go up. On. Dropkick Murphy's Smash Shit Up versus Rob Zombie Scum of the Earth. I'm going Rob Zombie on this one. Dropkick. 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 Honestly, Dropkick. Next up. It ain't so. Static X. Push it. No contest. Static X. Static X. Push it. Give me a, give me a fucking break. <laughs> Just <listen to> the <laughs> song. Dude, I like saying it so better, but it's not an amp up song for me. Anyway, the next one is. Where did it go? Story of the Year, Anthem of Our Dang Day versus Childish Cambino, Bonfire. Bonfire. <sighs> yeah, Bonfire. Anthem of a Dying Day. Close. I rated those two songs the same, actually. Nick? I said Bonfire. Oh, sorry. Okay, there you go. Okay. Next up, we have Kids in the Way, Head Over Heels. Versus Metallica with fuel. Fuel. Head over heels. Fuel. Fuel. What? I voted for fuel. Okay. All right. Um, Nazareth, hair of the dog versus Coheed and Cambria, the juggernaut. Oof. Hair of the dog. I've got to go with the rules of the tournament and say hair of the dog. Man, that's tough for Cody. I'll go hair of the dog. I just have more of a connection with that one. All right. Um, Next we got Less Than Jake with Fly My Own Flag versus Bright Eyes, Road to Joy. Bright Eyes. Road to Joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to vote for Bright Eyes. <laughs> uh, Slipknot with Unsainted versus Taking Back Sunday. Uh, make Damn Sure. Unsainted. Slipknot. Make Damn Sure. Unsainted. Taking Back Sunday. Nick, you said Slipknot. Slipknot, three to okay. two. Yep. Okay. Um, now we have Hamilton. Oh, wait. Hamilton lost, didn't it? No, Nick, you did pick. Hamilton, yeah. Guns and Ships versus Dropkick Murphy's Smash It Up. Oh. This is where I'm going to switch and go Dropkick. 
Drop kick. Hamilton. Jealous, <laughs> um, did you vote? Yeah, he said drop kick. Yeah, I said drop yeah. kick. Yeah. Um, Static X, push it versus Childish Gambino, bonfire. Push it. Bonfire. Bonfire. Push it. Push it. There you go. Three to two. Push it. Push it's like uh, going down the hill of a roller coaster. <laughs> it's just super fast and then it's over. It's going to eventually fall off. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Metallica Fuel versus Nazareth Hair the Dog. Fuel. Uh, Metallica Fuel. Bill, do you want to throw a vote Hair the Dog's way just to give it one? Yeah, I'll do, we'll do that. We'll uh, throw it a bone. We'll give it. We'll give it some. Give it some love. Bright Eyes, Road to Joy versus Slipknot, Unsainted. Slipknot. Bright Eyes. Bright Eyes. Man. Break it, James. So I will say one thing I wanted to mention. Road to Joy. I really enjoyed the um, TV interview after the song. I watched that through twice. The interviewer at one point said, like, a lot of people are saying you're the new Bob Dylan. Do you see that in yourself? And he said, no, I don't, which I thought was kind of funny because we had talked about on this podcast how Bob Dylan screams get that <laughs> wet at the end of every song. And the guy from Bradley says that too on a few songs. So I don't know where else he would have gotten that from. So I'm surprised he didn't see it. Like, I um, <laughs> Man, I I really like both these songs. I like them about equally. Just because Slipknot has an NXT connection, I'm voting for Slipknot. Yes. And I'm sorry, Josh, I love you. <laughs> All right. We are going for which one has an NXT connection. <laughs> <laughs> should have voted for less than Jake. <laughs> um, I did, James. Twice. Um, you should have voted for them twice. Well... <laughs> The one was a pity one anyway, so... Oh! <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take pity. I haven't made it to the end of one of these tournaments yet, and it's not happened again. Um, Alright, Dropkick Murphys was smashed it up, uh, which is a good song, versus Static X and Push It. Oh. Dropkick. <laughs> Dropkick. Dropkick. <laughs> Dropkick that stupid hair right out of the tournament. <laughs> oh. Can I sub one of my songs next time, next week, for shipping out to Boston? No. <laughs> no. Um, Metallica Fuel versus Slipknot Unsainted with the angry 8th grader in the 2000s <laughs> matchup. <laughs> I'm going to go Slipknot on this one. I got to go Slipknot on this one, too. I'll go Fuel. I'm going Fuel. Oh, I feel bad. Um, Which angry 8th grader do you side with? I just never liked uh, Slipknot much, so I'm going to go with Fuel. Sorry. Sorry. Quite all right. I mean, there's like nine dudes, and they wear masks. I mean, come on. That's awesome. I'm just kidding. Um, All right. In the whatever this is, the semifinal, I guess, whatever. Um, Dropkick Murphy's Smash It Up versus Metallica with Fuel. Dropkick. 
fuel. I'm Kate Murphy's. Uh, Josh, I'm begging you. Okay, there we go. Josh, your opinion doesn't matter. You're, you're begging. <laughs> begging. Thanks. All the right. greatest song of all time. Now, now we got to put Dropkick up against It's the Greatest Show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that is uh, one half of the tournament. <laughs> uh, I'm happy right. with this ending. I didn't like a lot of where it was going, but I'm really right. happy with the winner. Yeah, happy ending. Yeah. All right, yeah, so the next week's tournament, we got Blur, we got Andrew WK, Morfu Fighters, uh Gosh, Foxy, Shazam, more couple of worship songs, couple yeah. of worship songs. Nick mentioned Offspring; they're popping up, and Rage Against the Machine, one of the nice. favorite bands of the podcast. Which was like one of the best things that came out of 2020 was when I can't remember who it was, but maybe it was somebody, or maybe just some Joe Schmo that like said. Something about, you know, I can't believe Rage Against the Machine. I'm not listening to them anymore because they said something bad about Trump. Or I You guys know what I'm talking yeah. about? And I, I vaguely remember this. Yeah, and he's like, what machine do you think we were raging against? Yeah, <laughs> Tom Morello. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. All right. Oh, dude, that Dropkick Murphy song is in the next tournament anyway. Oh, is. Uh, is it really? Yep, yeah, I picked it. Noise, 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 bro, noise. It's gonna be the final. Drop kick against drop kick. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fitting. Oh man. They're, I would say they're like the epitome of an amp you up band. <laughs> All time. When I saw that Dropkick Murphy's had already been picked, I almost tried to find a flogging Molly song just to see if we could oh, with each other. All right. Oh, Any shit. other parting thoughts? Right. Good time, guys. Yeah. You peep yep. Next week also has Beastie Boys, um, Jay Z again, The Misfits, White Stripe. Uh, it has a poem. Has a, so that'll be oh. fun. All right. All right. See you Good guys. night, everybody. Yeah, thanks for hanging with us for the Amp Up tournament. Sleep well, sweet princes. Oh. Hey. Bye. Bye. See you guys. See ya, buddy. Death taxes, Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Amazing. And he comes up and he's like, he said, he asked us if the accent was on Foo or Fighters. And we know who he is. Like, of course, we know how he speaks. And we said, uh, the accent is on Fighters, actually. So he, he goes up. How did he ask you? How did he ask you? I'm not going to say that. Because he goes, no, because he goes up. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, 
Foo Fighters. Because <laughs> I knew that's what happened. I was like, don't say, most people say Foo Fighters, but the way Christopher Walken says it, Foo Fighters. Yeah, that's, that's great. great. I've never heard you do that voice before. Mm. Oh, he was good. See, now I want you to tell me the story of how he asked you. <laughs> that's, that, he just came up and he's like, he just asked. He so, said, so, the <laughs> accent, is it on Foo or fighters. <laughs> and I said, I think it's on fighters. He's like, that's what I thought. You know. uh, I'm sorry. 